Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Married Man Don't Talk Show. This show is strictly for men only. Now we have a few rules. There are no profanity, no political stuff, no racial stuff. And this is not Bible study. The topic of tonight is Man Up. My name is Darren Smith and I'll be your host for the evening along with my co-hosts Rodney and T-Hawk, a.k.a. Tony Hawkins. If you have something to say, please feel free to do so. If not, just if you prefer to listen, just put your phone on mute uh, because we do get a lot of back, back feed, background noises. So please put your phone on mute if you don't have anything to say. All right, without further ado, let's start out with the topic for tonight. This topic captured me the other night when I was uh, – in the bed looking at, uh, I wasn't looking at it. My wife came in and turned on the TV, and it was uh, this show called The Atlanta Housewives, and one of the girls was getting married. So, uh, and I had a couple of, and I was like, man, that's very interesting, okay? So, but the, but my question comes from that show, my first question. And uh, do anybody, did anybody sign a prenuptial agreement, or do anybody know of anyone who have signed a prenuptial agreement? Uh, no, not me. Okay, you know, know anybody, anybody who signed one? Do you know anybody? Uh, no, I don't. Do you know anybody? Do you know anybody who makes more? Who wife's makes more than a man or the husband? Anybody don't know anybody who wife's make more than a husband? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. How's that relationship as far as the the money is concerned? Do you think that uh have have the guy expressed to you how he feels or he feel a little lesser or, or you know, does he feel like the man or how's that behavior in that relationship if you have the, if you're able to observe it? No, there's really no difference, I don't think. I think they just work it the way that it is. I don't yeah, I don't I don't think he's feeling any less of a man because she makes more. Well, the reason why I ask that question because the dude, you know, he uh, and I don't look at this show. I, I I I haven't seen the beginning, or I don't know what the end is like, or I don't know if it's a rewind or whatever. But this dude, he came from New York and he moved in with this girl Candace, and he left his studio and all the uh, you know his celebrities that he had up there and and all his producing label everything. He left everything and he came down to Atlanta to live with this girl Candace. Now that they're about to get married, but she's already rich, of course, and um, and she wants him to sign a prenup two days before the wedding. And his lawyer received it two days before the wedding. She'd been told him to sign a prenup, but the lawyer looked over the prenup, and if he gets sick uh, and she don't want him anymore, he got 30 days to move out of the house. If she dies, he has 30 days to move out of the house. If she do not want him anymore or they want to re- uh, dissolve the relationship, he has 30 days to move out of the house. Uh, he basically gets nothing if they get a divorce. Um, so well, the man up part was it kind of tripped me up when he was talking to his boys and he asked his boys, he was telling, expressing all this stuff with his boys and he didn't want to sign that. He didn't want to sign a prenup, but she wasn't marrying him until he does sign this prenup. But he was expressing all this stuff to his boys like, man, I basically get nothing. 
I'm basically looking at looking at a divorce before I even get married. But he was saying all this stuff, but when they went to the wedding rehearsal, he didn't say anything to his future wife. Now, how would you guys would have handled that situation as far as uh, uh, talking to her, or, or how would you even bring that up? I'm going to wait to see what somebody else's answer is first. How would you wait to bring what up to her, about how you really feel about the prenup? How you feel about the prenup, her making more money than you, uh, the wedding? I mean, you would just sit down and tell her. I mean, what? I Well, these dudes on TV, so the editors do try to make them appear more dysfunctional uh, than I, I think they really are. But then again, they could really be that dysfunctional in real life, which is why they're on TV. Uh yeah, I would just tell. I would just tell her. You know, if I had all, the, if I felt that way about it, if I had a problem with it, yeah, I, I absolutely would talk about it. Well, you how would you bring it up? You say, how would you bring it up? I tell yeah, her we need to talk and tell her this is this is how I feel. Okay. Here, and if that's a deal breaker, then, then we we can't be getting married. I mean, if it's see, that strong for you, you need to deal with it now. But see, here's the thing, Darren. Remember what I was talking about, how you got to have them cojones? Uh-huh. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to walk away. That's it. You know, right. some guys don't realize that they don't have to sit down to take a leap. Right. And, and right. you know, sometimes we need to start doing some zipper realignment therapy. Some guys think the zipper goes on the side or in the back. Mm. Well, see, here, here, here's the thing, and, and I, you know, this is why when people like the Canada dude or even Mr. Solution called in, they don't say it the way I'm about to say it. Okay. The, the unfortunate thing is ladies are entitled. We teach ladies to do what the old white man used to do in the same scenario, except the old white man was at least fair to make that, make sure that there was some provisions for the other person in the agreement. The agreement you just described had no provisions, and it was do this on my terms, period. And okay. we have we have beta mailed these these boys so much that they even have to ask the question. You hear you hear these old school brothers on on the line right now talking about nope, ain't gonna do it, or we gonna have a conversation. It, it's, but the beta male young boy, he's been so, well, I thought we loved each other. Obviously, you don't. Like I said, even the white man would make provisions for his white wife in the same circumstance where she gets something. This person is basically tell, telling them, once I'm done with you, sexing you, using you, whatever, I need you out at my discretion. And for you to even have a conversation with your boys shows how beta that you are. Well, let me ask you a question. Does it is it is it a black and white thing, or is it just a I have money and you don't think? No, no. I think we have feminized men in this country, and and we have we have tried to make men into metrosexuals or whatever the newest word is, instead of men standing up and being men. Okay. And it's 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 cultural. They're they're trying to to feminize men. 
I don't think they're trying. I think they've succeeded. I mean, I mean, look at it from this standpoint. Okay, just as a business relationship. Okay, this is this is this is less than a business relationship. Uh, my business, clean and classy, and uh, uh, men, uh, 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 your uh, your business as well. We about to go into business, but I'm telling you, hey, look, you guys, uh, we about to uh, go into this business fifty fifty. But uh, if the if if the money comes in wrong, then I need for you to thirty uh, thirty days to get out of my building. If um, you guys uh, are not necessarily where I think you should be. Uh, I need 30 days to get out of my building. And if the money starts coming in real good, you know what, I need you guys 30 days to get out of my building. Why would you sign that on a business level? Mm. Got a point. Okay. Well, the reason why I ask that, I mean, a lot of times when guys uh, can talk to their boys, they can say whatever they want to say to them, and they feel free to say it. But when it comes down to a female or a woman or a wife or a girlfriend, they kind of hold back um, thinking that something is going to happen or some kind of repercussion or some kind of fallout is going to happen from it. What's the repercussions? Yeah, I mean, these beta, these beta males are the one called to put it as dead on. But I'm like, what's the repercussion? What's the worst thing she's going to do, leave you? Well, well, a lot of times guys don't even want to hear the noise. They don't want to hear no fussing. They don't want to hear no complaining. They don't want to, you know, have no lead clothes up on them when they're ready for some sex. They don't. But see, that goes to the other guy's point that he, he, he made. If you as a human being with basic self-preservation are not interested in your own success in a situation, then you are a beta male because a lady is not going to do that. Even a lady who has low self-esteem is not going to do that. A prostitute goes to prostitute because she's trying to get something out of it, not just to be a slave to the individual. Now, she might get that way after the fact, but that ain't why she go into it. So for a dude to even consider, hey, look, I'm going to go and talk to Massa. I don't understand why Massa beating me. You're a human being. You deserve to get basic treatment. And trying to rationalize it, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be quiet for a minute, but trying to rationalize it is really insanity. That's why I don't believe in the man-up theory. So when you say, when, what do you think a man-up theory is? What do you think that is? In, two, in, in the way it used to be, it meant be responsible for, your, for, for, what you, for the situations you create. Now it means be a slave to a female. Because, really? Be, well, here's why. Because ladies are told to be entitled. Lady, ladies are not not all of them, of course. They they got probably twenty, thirty percent that are great. But the majority of ladies are taught, hey, look, this is your situation. You take advantage of it, so you don't need anything from anyone, and so on and so forth. Boys are taught, and I've said this on the show before. Do this for a female. Do that for a female. But nobody ever tells these boys, do it for yourself. Now, that wasn't my experience. My mother and father gave me a lot of pride. But when I would see friends, they were so disillusioned trying to 
make stuff happen where it was clearly against their best interest. And I think that's what the other caller is saying, but I'm going to back up and let him say it. Hey, can I, can I ask a question real quick? Yeah, go um, ahead. Uh, Darren, you had made the point about the the, uh, the guy being presented with the prenup, and you got a lot of responses. Are, are the responses to the actual prenup, or is it the terms of the prenup? Well, the terms is it's twofold. It's the the actual thing that the the prenup does exist because she has all the money, and then the uh, the actual terms of the prenup is totally unfair uh, to him. He thinks either way because he he's not bringing he's not bringing uh, he don't have as any near as much money as she has. Well, what I, I actually what I was asking was um the the people that are responding do we. Do the guys have a problem with the prenup, or they got a problem with the terms that you just described? They got a problem with the man not saying anything to the wife, to the woman, or potential wife. He, uh, I think Andrew said that he should just, if he hears it, then he should just, and he don't agree with him, then he he should just leave her alone and not marry her. But what I don't think Andrew or anybody else's understanding is he lives with her. She's paying for everything, and he 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 moved his whole life with this woman now, and now I believe he's trapped or feel trapped. That if he says something, then he'll be out on his back without anything. Period. Well, that's the absolute problem right there, because he's put himself in a position of weakness. Translation: okay. He believe he 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 fell into that fifty fifty hundred hundred. And he thought that the world operated like that. And now he's been betrayed by that philosophy. When he should have did what, what Grandmama used to do, keep some money in the cookie jar and stay in, in case Grandpapa went crazy and she had to get up out, he's adopted that philosophy, and now it's betrayed him. It don't work. Am I, am I the only guy on this call that, that could not imagine putting himself in a situation where a woman is controlling you like that? No. That a woman's paying the bills no. and all that. I, mean, I, I don't get that. Maybe I'm old school. Never. I don't, I don't get it. We 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 are from an older generation where we don't play that. Well, let's let's go for the older generation who don't play that. Okay, it might not have been a prenup situation, but it might have been a situation where you felt obligated to marry a girl because you got her pregnant. In the old school, we called it what? I mean that. Yeah, man, we we gonna shotgun. jump the broom because a shotgun, shotgun wedding. wedding. We jumped the broom because we had a shotgun wedding. But the shotgun wedding, it wasn't because the dude wanted to get married, right? And he didn't man up to say, "I'm not going to marry you, even though I got you pregnant." So now, in that case, you're still not manning up. So it don't have anything. It it, it don't have to be where the woman is making more money than you, it could be where you're obligated or you feel obligated to because, like, oh, man, you know, I got you pregnant. I was going to marry you anyway type of deal, and you still don't want the woman. So why do we have shotgun weddings then? Is that what more benefited the woman or did it benefit the man? Or did the man want to get married in a shotgun wedding or did the woman want to get married in a shotgun wedding? Well, my mother had... Uh, he just had, wanted to get shot. <laughs> My mother had my mother my mother had one shotgun wedding when she was like sixteen, and that's because some older dude from that southern time got with her, and the doctor 
felt, hey, look, you better marry this girl. You know what I'm saying? So that was a shotgun wedding type thing. Back in that time, dudes could skip state line. You see what I'm saying? And the state couldn't go into the other next state and do X, Y, Z. So the way she explained to me, that's how those shotgun weddings happened uh, with that first husband when she was 16. But now, I, you know, I understand your point, though. But, you know, if the dude is trying to dodge his responsibility, that's that's what I think is a man-up situation. If it's really his situation, but you got you got so many situations where – dudes are paying for things and involved in things that it's not their responsibility and the government makes them do it, it's just crazy. So, you know, if it's a real situation, I agree. But, like, with the with what you described, dude has to do self-preservation. He has to take care of himself and not fall victim to this, you a man, you're supposed to do this. Okay. Do you know? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What's the question, Darren? The question was why didn't why didn't if we bring it into our our reality as a as an old school method of doing things and we're not manning up or we were manning up why didn't we man up doing those shotgun weddings was that was that the benefit of us that we really want to get married during those times or was that the benefit the situation or everybody everybody else's expectation? I think it was just the benefit of just not getting shot. Okay. I mean, it's a shotgun win. But that's not what the definition meant to me. I'm familiar with the concept of a shotgun wedding. That means that a young man has gotten a young lady pregnant, and her father said, you marry my daughter or you will get harmed, right? I mean, that's that's what what my mother explained to me, and she's from old, old school Arkansas. I mean, that's the concept, right? No, that's the exact concept. Well, so, that was a, maybe it started out like that. Maybe it started out like that, but at the same time, you still have these shotgun weddings because, and it, it has nothing to do with a shotgun. It has any uh, everything to do with an obligation. Oh, you're trying to compare someone marrying a chick because he got her pregnant to someone marrying a chick because he don't want to get harmed. No, I'm not trying to compare either. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say. If a man needs to man up, why do they? Why do men marry women that they really don't want to be with, but they got them pregnant, so they figured, well, I might as well get married to her. Now, not in the case of a shotgun wedding. You got a pregnant just because you feel obligated to the kids. A man may not want his kid to be considered a bastard or, you know, something like that, depending on his culture, the way he's raised. So he maybe he never had a father, her. so he wanted to make sure his son had a father. So if he doesn't want to marry her, if, if he doesn't no, want to marry her. He's marrying her for his kid. This is what I'm saying. He's doing it for the kid. Now, in the shotgun, well, he's just doing it not to get hurt. See, 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 that's, see just like, just like what, what, what he's describing now, that's why I think man up is a dangerous term to use in 2014 because my father manned up and married a woman with three kids that was not his own. Now, according to the term, that's manning up, but that's not to his benefit in any type of way. He did that because he saw the kids needed some type of leadership. You see what I'm saying? So so just like he described a moment ago, we, we, we tell these people man up. 
we never say woman up. We never say, hey, uh, your, your child is not being raised effectively. You need to woman up and uh, marry that husband so your child can have a stable home. But we, we, we say to the man, hey, be responsible and take on this responsibility, even if it's not your own, that's also considered manning up. Don't you agree? No, I believe in that case. Well, anybody else? I believe in that case um, that he probably felt sorry for the kids and had sex with the woman and probably at that time just say, you know, I feel sorry for you. And I don't, I, I don't want you to be. I don't want to be the third or fourth or fifth guy to come into your life and take advantage of you like that. So you know, I'm going to be the knight in shining armor and save you. Hello. Mhm. Yeah, but but you know, they still used to call that manning up. They used to call that even when you married a woman with kids that were not your own, like Joseph did for Mary. You, you still consider that manning up. So that's why I think the term is dangerous because we guilt trip people into doing stuff that isn't necessarily to their benefit. And to your point, which I do agree, if it is your responsibility, then, yeah, you need to do what I call the honorable thing and uh, take care of what you created, whether it be a problem or whether it be a good thing. You created it on your own accord. Take care of that. But I don't know the uh, description you gave. I don't know. I think I, I agree with all the other men. It's it's not nothing I would do for self-preservation. Well, is it does does manning up actually manning up to me actually means speaking up. Uh, manning up to in another scenario could mean just doing the right thing. But I'm talking about the men who's not speaking up. They're not speaking up to to what they don't want. And yeah, I got this girl pregnant. I'd rather just take care of my kid than marry her because I really don't want to marry her. You know, um, I, I just wanna I just wanted the booty and I got it. And she ended up getting pregnant. And it was a mistake. And I will take care of my kid and be there for my child. But I don't want to marry her because I'm not in love with her. But a lot of people go ahead and get married anyway, not loving the woman, and then being in this relationship they don't want to be in because they got the girl pregnant. That's a guy that needs a male mentor. He, he, he needs somebody other than himself and his immediate family and friends to, to go to to speak with because that it, it just isn't something that necessarily benefits him. And I agree with you, because when I used to be a counselor, there used to be a lot of males who came with the understanding that I was supposed to do this, and I used to unravel the onion for them and be like, no, you, you, you were misled. No other culture thinks like that. All other cultures, whether they're right or wrong, they think, hey, what am I supposed to do? As a matter of fact, I give you a great point. Per, per, per your, your argument, Indians. Indians do arrange marriages a lot. But guess what? It's still self-preservation because even though they don't like each other, some of them don't like looking at each other, but some end up falling in love with each other, they feel our situation is so desolate here in India. We don't have no running water. We only take a bath once every every week. 
our situation is so desolate, it's better to be together with somebody who I don't like or don't necessarily want until I can get to a better situation. That's their thinking, but it's still self-preservation. Until I get with somebody else who I really want. No, no, until I get to a situation better than what I have, some someplace I really want to be situation-wise. In, in other words, in, in India or Pakistan, their situation is so desolate, they think that pairing together is better than suffering alone in ideology. So I'm using your argument, and I'm agreeing. Here's mm-hmm. a situation where a guy will go marry a person he really don't want to marry, even without a baby. But he's decided through self-preservation, my situation is so bad that I need to couple with somebody to be a whole person. But in a, in a situation as you've described, and I'm talking too much because I want to hear from other people, but uh, in a situation that you described, it seems like he's so obligated that he's willing to, to hurt himself enforcing an understanding in this agreement to be regretful later. And what I'm saying to you is when I used to do counseling, all the guys were regretting their decisions. And I used to always say, why did you do that in the first place? That's not even a basic human thing to do. Mm. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Well, in that case, then, you know, I'm going to ask her early, early of the night monkey wrench. All right. Do men really get married because they love the wife? I hear crickets speak. I ask the question again. Do men really get married because they love the woman? Hey, Darren, Darren, you you do realize that uh, women file for divorce more than men, right? Yeah, because the men got into a relationship that they didn't really want to be with her in the first place. Is that is that verified or is that an assumption? That's an assumption. But if you if, okay. if you're saying if you're saying that the the woman filed for the divorce more, a man would go cheat on her, and it's got to be one one or two reasons why he cheats. Well, uh, uh, again, we can't we can't judge love. I guess that's why maybe you heard the crickets because it's hard to judge who loves and who doesn't. Because some dudes get with chicks that they don't love, and they realize through hitting a brick wall, you know what? This chick has been down for me since X Y Z, and they fall in love. So we can't really judge the measure of love. Okay, well I let, mean, let me let me let, let let me let them answer the question or give them a chance to answer. Do, do men marry? Because they love the woman initially. I'm not saying it's not going to change later. But I'm going to say yes. Majority of the time. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I disagree. Now, go ahead. Why is that, bro? I, I think that, you know, of course it, it happens, but I think I think it's not. I think too many times. It's not because he's actually in love and want to be married to her. I think that he kind of more or less knows that it, he don't want to necessarily lose her, so he has to do something. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't think that he absolutely wants to be married to her. Some men do, but I think a lot of men, I'm not saying most, but a lot of men get married because they're kind of 
burnt out their timeline, and then now they have to make a move. And the logical thing is to make the move, so they do. Not because they're absolutely in love and want to get married to that woman. And the reason I say that is because a lot of times that you could be dating a woman and you've learned everything you need to know about whether or not this person is marriage material for you, and you'll still drag it out for a long time until pretty much it gets to the point where you have to make a choice. And then you make that choice. Mm. 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 And and anybody else, that, that, that's well said, man, because that's what happened to me in my first relationship. And I just wanted to know if it, anybody else, felt that way, being young-minded, first relationship, the one who broke your virginity type situation. Hmm. Because my situation, I, I, she broke my virginity. I was always taught the one who gets your virginity is the one you're supposed to be with, so on and so forth. You know, really? Um, huh? Really? This is what I thought, man. I mean, this is the way I was raised. I mean, I, I know some of y'all are playboys, and y'all y'all got broken y'all virginity at ten. Okay, but that wasn't my case. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You saying now, now, Darren? Now I'm trying to go. I'm gonna, Darren. I'm gonna help you. Cause listen, Darren. Listen. I actually married my first wife was actually the woman that took my virginity. Uh-huh. Okay. It okay. wasn't because she took it and you gave it up. Well, you know, I freely gave it. Uh, <laughs> okay. But it wasn't because she took my virginity that I married her. We got married okay. years after that. Right. That's, that's fine. Um, but I'm just saying because I broke her virginity as well, and her belief was the same as mine, and she wasn't giving it to nobody who wasn't her husband, and I made that kind of like a promise. That I, yeah, you know, I'm going you know, to marry you. I'm well, this is like your culture. You. Remember when I talked about culture? Remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. that's your culture. You right. did that because that's your culture. You know, y'all both felt like can't give it up unless you're married, and y'all both took each other's virginity. But the point yeah. I'm making is after I broke her virginity, I felt obligated to marry her because then she started acting different. I was like, man, I don't want to be with this chick. But that was one of those inside things. And but how soon, people, how soon after you took the virginity did you get married? Uh, three years. Oh, wow. Three years. So, um, but we were together. You know, we I never had a girlfriend after her or between her. I, I, you I never, you never tried another Because, you know, after I got mine, I, I went on, I, you know, I went exploring. No, I didn't do that. That A culture thing again. <laughs> But I but I didn't do that either. So um, the point I'm trying to make is it changed, and, and, and I didn't want to marry her, but I didn't man up to her and say, look, man, you ain't the one for me. And then here come two kids and ten wasted years of me trying to make a puzzle fit that doesn't, that doesn't supposed to be in that, that spot. And, and you know what, for me, this, this is why I feel when I come on the show, I love women. I love dark women even more especially. But I love some me. I mean, I, I mean, I date me. I think I've been dating me for going on 40 years now. I love me so much. And I try to tell other males, especially the younger males that I volunteer to the groups, 
when you love you so much, you don't have to blame the white man or a chick. You don't have to blame because every decision you make is for your benefit first. And culture and tradition and even religion sometimes pigeonholes us into forgetting that the first commandment is to your own self be true. Mm-hmm. But the, but what you're saying though, I mean, it has nothing to do with me not living loving myself. It just had something to do with me obligating my words to this woman to be her husband if she gave me a piece of her her her. You know, <laughs> well, but here's what I mean. Uh, 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 I don't mean loving, uh, loving literally. I mean that we have to just like, just like with God. And this is a Christian show. You have to love God so much that every decision that you do is with Him in the forethought. What I'm saying is, for me, how I was raised, and, and oddly enough, my five older sisters hooked me up to female game early. So what they taught me was love yourself so much like you love God that every decision you make, job, buy property, a female, you put you first. It, it has to benefit you. If not, don't do it. That, that was my five sisters talking about. I had to learn that same lesson after my first marriage. So did I. But I but I didn't learn that lesson, and and with a heavy responsibility like getting married, I didn't know that. I just thought that I gave her I owe her this because I I have a virginity. This is our culture. This is an this is an expectation. Her parents know. Um, she have every picture. She's uh, she's she's not cheating on me while I'm off in the Navy. You know, she got every picture that I ever took, and, you know, I go to her house to go break up with her, and here it comes. It's just the pressures of the family. You know, yeah, that's wonderful. You guys broke each other's virginity. That's how it's supposed to be. Now it's time for marriage. And it was so much pressure from uh, just outside forces that I felt pushed into it, I feel. I mean, I still had – it was still my responsibility and still my choice, but I felt like I had to man up from that side and, and own up to what I said I would do. And it was more so of me manning up to my word than manning up to what I felt. Now, which is more got, important? Is it, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I got a monkey wrench before you do that. So okay. just out of curiosity, can you – and I'm really trying to learn here. What was her – responsibilities in the marriage based on your culture. You talking to me? Yeah. Oh, based on her her response, we didn't even I didn't even get that far. When you're talking about marriage in a in in a certain culture, it's you marry you, you get married and then you then come sex. But after that, you know, all else lives happily ever after. You know, I guess I suppose. Okay, but, then, but, you know, you go but, by. but but Darren, so so you said to me that you had a determination on your responsibilities in the culture based on the marriage, but you didn't know what her responsibilities in the culture well, regarding had, the marriage were. 
I mean, of course, you know, she got to cook, clean, take care of the kids. You know, I don't know what you, I don't know what you mean. Maybe you're talking about her responsibility as far as being my wife. Or are you talking about yeah, her responsibility? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Because it seemed like it, it, it seemed like you you put a lot of onus on you for the mm-hmm. success and the failure of, of of the cultural tradition. And I'm like, it, you know, I, I used to say to couples, hey, look, if both of y'all are working just as hard, it's great. But if you got one person with this with this system that they're supposed to do and the other person, male or female, has a lackluster vision on what they're supposed to be doing, of course one person is going to be more upset than the other. So I'm just trying to understand what was her responsibility before the kids came along. I mean, I don't see how y'all got to a disagreement if y'all both was on the same cultural path. It seems like one of y'all didn't have that vision. It doesn't matter if we was on the same cultural path. I just didn't love her like that. I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't like her. Okay. I didn't. You know what I'm saying? So I should have just kind of veered from that, just because she wasn't the one for me. Okay. You know what I mean? I didn't like her like that. And then it was, you know, when other chicks coming at you, and you in Brazil, and you in Cartagena, you're in Curacao, and you seeing the world, and you seeing other type of women, and you know, it's like you want to express yourself, but you're not. Because of you know, so I was like, man, I should have, I should have waited, <laughs> you know. So, but the, the, but my question was, when you're talking about manning up to any situation, should you man up to your word? Is it more important to man up to your word, or is more important to man up to what's right or what you feel? Well, see, I think that's a matter of opinion, and and what's what's you know right. What do you mean? And dice. Well, I mean, when you say you know uh, what's right, what's, what's right for you, may not be right for the next person, you know. So the, therefore, and and I go back to what, uh, what my brother said about you know what's going by, what's right with God, you know, um, and and you know, I mean, everybody can you know say well, I'm going right with, with with God, but but you know. But you have to prove that, you know, and and what I mean by that is, you know, um, being right with yourself and 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 live by that. Don't don't just live right for God today and and not for tomorrow, you know. Well, let me let, got, let's let's say let, let me say this right quick. Okay. This is not only a Christ. This is not a Christian show. This is a mm-hmm. married man show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And not every married man on here is a Christian. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But they're still married. And let's take mm-hmm. God out of it for a second. Let's let's okay. take the let's let's take the fact that hey, yeah, it's a godly obligation to marry somebody who you who's a virgin or have sex with your your wife first. Right. But let we know that doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. We know that doesn't happen. So let's wipe that off the table. Mm-hmm. Now let's go off of pure what you want. Should you man up to what you want and what you don't want? Is what, okay. If what you don't is not the right thing, mm-hmm. the right thing is to marry the woman that you're having sex with. Mm-hmm. But the actual the actual fact is I just like having sex with her. Anything after I'm finished, I can leave and be totally satisfied because I don't want to hear her talk. I don't want to okay. hear her mouth. I don't even like her. But okay. she's just the person, she's just the opportunity right now because right. I don't have no other opportunities on the table. That's the situation today. Mm. In most cases, that's the situation today. 
Mm-hmm. But what Malcolm said earlier, he said a lot of times it, 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 it veers off into a heavier relationship where you have to come to a crossroads to make a decision to, okay, are you going to use the bathroom or get off the pot? Right. And when you don't want that sex to stop, you choose to go into the expectation of marrying her. Mm-hmm. Y'all been together 10 years. He ain't gave you no ring yet. I've been the bridesmaid about 15 times. When you going to become the bride? This is pressure. That's where the pressure comes in. And, right, that's pressure. And then mm-hmm. she comes back and holler at you and look at you like you twisted. Hey, um, mm-hmm. you know, we living together. We got two kids. You know, uh, I don't, I'm not seeing anybody. I don't think you're seeing anybody. Do you love mm-hmm. me? And here comes these questions. And as men in a situation like that, a lot of times we fold. We say, yeah, right. I love you. You know, I'm, I plan yeah. on getting you an engagement ring next month if you shut up. Right. I was going to surprise you with it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so which, so which what what side of the fence should we stand on when we're manning up to these situations? Because ultimately, like Classy just said, we got to love us first. So is it more important to love you and be, I'm going to say, selfish and get what you want out of life and then screw everybody else who you hurt, don't matter who you hurt, don't matter who you roll over, don't matter who you take advantage of, as long as you're satisfied, or is it is it better to man up to a situation and say, you know, I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to man up because I got her pregnant. Okay, I, I'm going to I'm going to step in and say that's where your morals come in at, and and on that. And you know, if you're going in to just you know to pledge yourself to stand up to that, you know, that's that, that's where your morals come in at to say, you know, uh, hey, you know, I like you. I think this is you know where we can go with it, but that's as far as it goes. Now. The, the, that's where the man up comes up to say, you know, I like you a little more than that, and, you know, I think we can take this further. Now, again, you know, where, where's the more that for, you know, um, re- respecting her to, you know, let her say her say, you know, because, see, what I'm hearing here, and and, and my brothers, don't, don't, don't take this offense here, what I'm hearing here is, like you said, love yourself first, but she does have a say-so. Now, where we go from that is that's where the, the game changes, if if we want it to change. But you still have to take her uh, input and, in, you know, to um, make a decision, if you want to make that decision. Do anybody understand what he just said? Do any, Do anybody agree with what he just said? Yeah, he, he said basically the same thing I just said, which is paraphrase. You You – if you make a choice, and and let's say it's a child, and you now have a second choice to make, I'll take care of my child and not marry this woman, or I'll marry this woman. Now, if you guilt trip yourself, and I'm paraphrasing, if you guilt self self your tri- uh, uh, self your into marrying, that's still your decision. That's not nothing you had to do because, like he said. The other person is a human being. They got a choice, too. But Thank to thine own Thank self you. be true. Thank you. Hmm. And, well, and you know, let, me also say this. let me also say this real quick. This is why on my show I try to tell dudes, don't get mad at women because you are making a choice to sleep with them, to stay with them, the, the whole nine. 
I tell dudes, if boys were taught what Asian boys and Jewish boys are taught from the beginning, why do you think people have bar mitzvahs at 13? Because they have told this boy how important he is to the family and how important he is to his God and how important he is to himself by 13. And they have a celebration for it. Black boys are not taught that. Black boys are taught servitude. Do this, do that, but not do it for yourself. And then we have to unlearn that. That's the tragedy of us as American black men, I think. Well, what you just, anybody else before I respond to Classy? All right. What you just said, Classy, you said that, you know, you mentioned sex. All right. You mentioned that we do these things because of what it boils down to. We continue to go forward, I believe. We continue to go forward with a relationship because the sex continues to happen with this certain woman. Okay? Now when you get married, now you're married and the sex slows down. Okay, let's just bring it up. Let's just fast forward up to marriage. All right? Since we all are not getting the amount of sex at this point from our wives that we know we would like, would anyone has anyone ever manned up to their wife and say, "Hey, express themselves about, hey, I, I ain't getting it. You know, you used to give it this amount of time, and you're not giving it that much, or, you know, it's down to once a week now, or once a month now, or once every two weeks, or every once in a while." Have anybody ever manned up to their wife or significant other female, or anybody, uh, to to tell them that, hey, we're not having sex enough? Yeah. You've had that conversation? Yeah, absolutely. More than once. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> well, so how come if you don't mind sharing? Oh, we had more sex. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it was that easy? <laughs> yeah, we had All a conversation. Had say... No, okay. all we had to do was have a conversation, an adult conversation. So it was one really? conversation or multiple conversations? We've had we've had that conversation multiple times. I've shared this with y'all. Y'all ain't like this is the first time y'all heard this stuff. No, no, I, I don't remember. Yeah, this but part. I mean, I what, mean, what you were saying was that you were just like, yeah, we had a conversation, and then yeah, every every was, when when the when the frequency got low, we addressed it, and uh, we handled it the way a team does. You but see, you said it was multiple you see, Bruce Wayne done been through this before, and Bruce Wayne don't want no problems in this second one. So Bruce Wayne decided, hey, look, Catwoman. <laughs> put that right. on. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a conversation. I mean, I've told you all that. I mean, you have to take time to talk to your wife about sex, and you have to be able to take uh, criticism as well as give criticism. You have, like I said, you have to have an adult conversation. I keep saying that, an adult conversation, not a fra- not a fragile ego conversation, but an adult conversation on both sides. Okay, anybody else? Because I that that's. It, it, I agree. I agree the, with the brother. The brother that was just talking. It seems like some. T- uh, well, in some situations or some cases. You know, life can kind of just distract you, and you don't even re- say his wife probably didn't even realize that she wasn't really doing that as much or, or whatever. Or maybe she just was distracted, and then the conversation kind of p- perhaps snapped her out of it, and it was just an easy adjustment. 
Perhaps. I would give you all some more, some examples, but my wife specifically told me tonight. She tells me every time I get on the call, don't be talking about our <laughs> sex life. <laughs> we can respect that. We can respect that. <laughs> but I would talk about it's honored and respected. <laughs> but I would break it down for you. I would give you the PowerPoint, but I can't. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Anybody else? You know, I'm just is wondering I, why is it so hard in a marriage or in a relationship with a woman to actually talk to a woman and tell her how you feel? Because mm. it's just so many. That's it, a, it, that's so a good point. Outcomes. Yeah, it, it, I mean, a lot. A lot of these problems it, are solved with a simple conversation. The dude with the prenup, even though he a beta dude and he don't even know how to have a conversation like a man. But I'm just wondering, have we lost the art of listening and conversation? What's your name, man? You want to just ask the question? Uh, Ike. Ike. Okay, Ike. Let me ask you. Um, I think I heard you say you were previously married. Yes. Okay. Could you easily have that conversation with your previous wife? Absolutely not. That's the that's the <laughs> problem. The wife you have now is probably a lot more understanding, or a lot a lot of people's wives are not as understanding, and it's not as simple as just having the conversation. Well, I tell you like this: uh, me and my wife, I talk to my wife more than I talk to my boys. Mm. So when you all were talking about. You know, we're talking to his boys about, you know, he not liking this or liking that. I couldn't relate to that. So basically, this time around, you got your good friend as your absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I got a road that's, dog. I got that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a very good point. It's I made sure she was a friend first. Right. Mm-hmm. Very good point. You well, know, a lot, a lot of people. I'm, I'm the only single guy, I think. But a lot of people ask me, hey, man, why, why, why are you not married yet? And I say, you know what? I made a mistake walking away from my ex-fiance. And not that I still love her, but we were such good friends that women I run into now, they're so into chess matches and competing. And it's hard to develop the friendship me and her had just going Doing nothing, playing tennis or air hockey or something like that. It's 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 kind of sad, but you like here in Atlanta where I'm at, you got more women who are interested in sexual relationships than they are real relationships because they they just don't understand how to have real relationships. Not even on my terms, just genuine. Hey, how you doing? We're gonna we're gonna go couple dating. Couple dating, you know? We're gonna go to the park. The park. You see what I'm saying? And these are professional women. It's, it's, God bless is, you know. God bless them. But, but what about when, you know, you try to get a, to know a woman and you, you know, and, and, and bypass the, you know, trying to get close to her physically as far as, you know, in the bed, but get close to her as far as, you know, getting to know her, and then by the time you get to know her, and then by the time you, you know, pose the question, hey, I think we can take it further, Oh, you 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 uh, real close to a friend. I can't do that. You know, here's, you know? here's the thing. I, I I went through what I believe Ike went through. I left America early in my twenties. I was in music, 
And when I tell you I knew debauchery, minus gay sex, I have seen and been around almost everything. I'm not amazed no more. My 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 manhood is more important than her vagina, and and that's how I look at it. I'm a romantic dude, though, but I just don't value sex like that because I'm at the point where I know I can get it whenever I feel like it. I I just, you know, I prefer to have, and, and that's one of the reasons I listen to the show. I prefer to perfect myself for the marriage I'm going to have, good or bad, because I know I got to perfect me first. So, you know, sex, I, I, you know, I, I don't really even trip off sex like that. I mean, it is what it is. Can, can, I, can I, the reality can we, is, go ahead. Yeah, can I go back real quick? That one brother said something uh, about being put in a friend zone. I got a special caution for that and a way to deal with that. First of all, women lie. I'm writing a book called Women Lie. Okay. And because women lie, this is where this stupid dadgum friend zone come from. They have one guy for the emotional support. They have one guy for the physical, you know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Clean or Mr. Plumber mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they had the other guy possibly for the financial support. So as long as they juggling these guys, they'll just call one guy, well, you know, you're just my friend. We've become so close now. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable um, taking a relationship to another level. Let me, say, let me tell you real quick how to avoid that. After my first marriage, every woman I met, I said, you know what, we're good friends. And I had some female friends, but I made it absolutely clear to them. I will absolutely put the smack down on that behind. Don't think for a second that I am friend zone material because I'm not. I'm going to tell you exactly. Yeah, you look good in that dress, and I would definitely beat it down. Now, the moment it clingy, the moment you start sucking my resources and my time because, you, you know, you, you, you had a one-night stand with a dude and you want to talk to me about it, I ain't got time for that. Don't allow yourself to get trapped in that friend zone junk, man. That's garbage. He said you will beat it down. I would tell hey, I made it clear. I set all my friends down one night. We were all in the same room. I said, I will have sex with each and every last one of you. You won't even have to. <laughs> me, Hank. Oh, no, 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 because, no, that's, hey, look. No, that's, 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 that's called, the no, that's, count that's called, women no, that's called on, manning up. He's manning up. Women count on us to be in these awkward situations, mm-hmm. and they count on us to hold our, hold our tongue, hold our peace, <laughs> and that's what we're really thinking, and they try to play that to their advantage. So I'm just going to kick the little wall down. You're not going <laughs> to be in this compartment. I'm a man. I'm an animal. And I will take it. Trust me. If you offer it, I will take it. Question. <laughs> and I do every last one of you, and don't care how it reads in the morning. What was the reaction let, to that conversation? They started lining up. That man. Huh? What'd you say now? What was the reaction? Oh, they were shocked. They were shocked. Did they start lining up? Yep. 
They did. <laughs> <laughs> I hit three. I, I hit three out of five. Mm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so man up can't get you somewhere. Huh? Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You you they they it's, it's the the system is rigged for us to not know how to react in awkward situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's wrong. Like if you speak up, you're being a barbarian. Show emotion. You know, you're the angry black man. You know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, the system is rigged. It's it's rigged like that. So you're mm-hmm. saying that to a voice, man. You just got to speak up. Right. So you're saying that just be straight and be honest. Be like, look. You know, we we're gonna smash. So it's you know at some point. So if you just be honest up front versus, I guess what do they say? Uh, beating around the bush, you know, exactly. stuff like that. Just just be straight up and say, look, when when are we smashing? Okay. Let, I mean, not even when are we smashing. Right. Not yeah. not even when are we smashing. Just saying the fact. Yes, I would smash. Oh, well, not that. okay. Let's let's not say that. Let's let's say let's just say you know you want to establish a relationship with them. You know you 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 want to get involved. You know you want to get higher than what it is just a friendship. And right. I lost two. Actually, I did. I lost two uh, close friends. Well, ex close friends because I told my hey you know I think we can take it. And they're like you know I thought all this time we were just friends. I said yeah we are, but I got to know you better and and you know I think we can take this further. You know and they yeah. and they. They they gave me my uh, my pink slip, my pink slip. Oh, that's know, fine. And, that I'm fine. And, and you will, yeah, you'll get pink slips, and that's fine. Uh, that mean they really wasn't into you. Mm-hmm. Well, it fine. sounds that's like he had an agenda. It it, it sounds kind of sneaky. You know what I mean? Because at that point, you know, you you you're playing the friend role, and then at a certain point, you want some booty. So then they no, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't about no. Really, I, I, I really want to. Establish uh, because we had a lot in common, a lot in common, and I was like, "Wow, well, okay, well, I'm gonna step, I'm a man up and step up and say, hey, you know, we got a lot in common here, you know, uh, what, what, what can we take, you know, take this a, a stage up?" Yeah, so see, you tried to get out of that compared you in because remember now, women lie. So she, you, 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 a couple of dudes make a make a whole man to a woman. No, like three dudes make one man to a woman. So when you <laughs> get out of your lane. She couldn't have that. She didn't know. Mm, that ain't gonna. Work. <laughs> I need to go back to. Something. I mean, damn the fact no, y'all got a good friendship, mm-hmm. and you all were a good match. Damn that fact. Mm-hmm. She's just looking at the fact. Oh, you you know, I had you in this box. Now you starting to seep into yeah, another I stepped box. Out. That ain't gonna. And work. I stepped out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got but it. also, also, fellas, I mean, you have to look at the. Um, you know the sex. The sex is the easy part. You know, for her to just open her legs. I mean, that, that's the easy part. But building a relationship with the with the brother was talking about. You know, actually having a quality conversation. That's not that's not easy. But laying down, you know, taking your clothes off and doing the do. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, the, the sex. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's so, what I'm saying. She had no intentions of seeing him in that light or in that box as someone right. she could build a relationship with. Right. That she couldn't even put that together. She couldn't even rationalize that. Mm-hmm. Which tells you how jacked up they are in the head because y'all was 
I mean, try, sorry, man, I mean, not, truth. No, no, I, you, 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 you keep it real, brother. You keep it real. No, go ahead. I, I, go I ahead. mean, I, I'm keeping it real. I mean, because, you know, yeah. I'm so sick of women talking about, you know, I wish I had a dude, you know, right. did A, B, Exactly. Right. Exactly. They exactly. got a friend. They got a friend right there. And I'm like, well, what about your friend? Oh, Todd? Oh, God, no. He's just a <laughs> But he, he, he's right. I, I, I got to give the brother his props. He is absolutely right. Women are you dealing with someone who is really legally psychotic, I'm telling you. They are legally psychotic. They, their hormones and stuff, all jacked You You look at them. They don't know what the hell they want. Oh no. Oh, man. You are, you are y'all know I ain't like y'all. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I, I hear it all the time, you know, I want a man to do this. I want a man to do that. You know, and the same one coming in their face. They're like, oh, no, I, I can't get with him. No, why? That's what you wanted, you know? But you're right. You, know right. They are. you see them wearing skirts so tight that everything is out there. You see mm-hmm. camel or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the first thing they want you to do is look at them like they got some respect. Don't look at me that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what you're dealing with. They dressed up wearing dental floss. But right. the first words out their mouth, I want you to respect me for what's in my head. Not my body. <laughs> well, but that's what you presented first was your body. So I can never. They don't see that. They don't see that. You dealing with somebody psychotic? They don't see that. <laughs> what What the Reverend Jamal Bryant say? They ain't loyal. Oh, please don't bring that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. So. Now, Rodney, you was about to ask, uh, like, a question. No, I'm done. No, I'm finished. Yep. Uh, okay, no, I, I was going to ask him, you know, he mentioned finances, and uh, and a lot of times when we marry somebody, you know, when we marry someone who has their own job. I remember when I first got married to my wife, she had her own job. All the previous relationships she's been in before me, uh, they never cared about her money because her money was her money, and it was no, mm. it was no other money uh that was, you know, his money was his money, and they, I, I, don't, I don't know if they had different accounts, same accounts, or in the financial department, but then the way I feel, or the way I, the way it should be, the way I feel like it should be, if you're going to be my wife, then you can't go spending your money on whatever you want to spend your money on, because if I had the same mindset, then we would be broke and none of the bills would get paid. But I didn't say anything. So did any, have anybody ever just had that conversation with, with or didn't want to have that conversation about the finances because her money was her money? <laughs> oh, my God. I think a lot of people had that conversation. Uh, it could go all the way from the dating part to all the way to the marriage part when when, when she tells you that, you're supposed to pay the first time you show me. You're supposed to pay this, boy, pay that. But you don't see her paying a lot of times when you're going out and things like that. And <laughs> and if you don't do that, you're not a real man. A real man will pay the bill. A real man will do this. <laughs> and she keeps the whole money in her pocket. And you're like, no, a fool will pay everything that you deserve to have just because you're just a woman. A lot of women think that. Just because I'm a woman, you you are supposed to take out the money and and pay me 
for the time that you have with me, for the privilege of having my greatness as a woman in front of me. <laughs> well, that goes back all the way to the beginning of time, and that's a tradition, and, you know, that's just the way it is, you know. So what, what yeah, is but, the man of response to that, though, Stan? Yeah, the tradition, yeah, but the tradition was a woman was staying home and cooking. The tradition was a woman was basically staying submissive to his man. The tradition was, if I go back to tradition, women don't want to hear tradition. If You, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, if and that's true. Woman, you're, you're right. Gonna, they, you're right. You, you right. can't they tell they... me you want tradition, and then I come back and say, okay, you want tradition? You're supposed to cook. You're supposed to clean. You're supposed to be submissive to me. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to be the, the man of the house. You, you mm. That woman goes, no, I don't want that, so don't come with tradition on me. <laughs> that's a good point. So, and that, that's, that's a new era, you know, and new generation that we're living in now, you know. It's, but, it's you know, I, mean, I think point. it's not so much tradition. Uh, I think it's been it's competition. I mean, if you won't mm-hmm. do it, you know the next person will. So you got to kind of... I mean, I think competition is motivating as much as 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 the uh, the tradition. Tradition probably so, is so, competition is perpetuating it. So the so you got you got you got women that that you 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 have women that brag and and you know I've been out there dating. You have women that brag and tell me, oh, I don't cook, I don't cook, I don't do that. You know, where's the tradition and that? You know, where where the woman's supposed to cook and the man, you know. Uh, Take care of things around the house, you know, if it breaks, you know, with tradition, well, you know, and 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 they're they're bold about it. They're in their forties, you know. Oh, I don't cook. I don't do that. Well, there's a there's there, I think what you're talking about now is the culture, uh, because there are there are women who were raised uh, not to cook. I, I couldn't believe it. Even down south, I have a young lady from from Georgia who can't cook, can't even boil. <laughs> And it's not because she refuses to; it's just because she was raised not to. She it, it was not a priority for, in her family for her to learn how to cook or necessary. Wow! So if that's so if that's the if that's the culture, or if she was raised like that, how do you man up? Let's say if she's just fine as you don't want to what you know, she's the finest woman you ever. She seen. is, and she is. Okay. Yeah. If she's the finest woman, if she's the finest woman you ever seen, and you don't want to mess up nothing, you don't want to mess up your shot of not tapping it. You don't want to mess up your shot over dinner like Stan was talking about earlier when a woman expected you to pay for dinner. A lot of times the guys, the guy pays for dinner because he's expecting to get something at the end of the night or working on getting something in a couple of weeks. You know? Well, I paid for because I was raised to, and I was just taught that's what a man does on a date. And yeah, well, you do. deal with it. You deal with it. You deal with it. And, but the tradition that you're saying that as a man you're supposed to do it, I would confront that person and say, why? Because the tradition right. that your parents taught you was the tradition that the woman was basically treating her husband in a different way. So when somebody's telling me all those things, the tradition was that, I would tell you as a brother, is the tradition with women the same? No, it's not. So how can you bring back that tradition to tell me you're a man, you're not a man if you don't do those things when the tradition of and a woman that, is not even there anymore? And see, that's, that's the big deal with cultures. When you have people who aren't culturally aligned, you know, it, that there's the problem. I mean, my wife, 
Now, she was raised in the South, and she's a Southern girl. I'm from the South. So a lot of our values, our cultures, lined up perfectly. So the things that she expected me to do and the things that I expected her to do, we did. And Where was, was your easier. ex-wife from? She was from, she, she was from the South also. But she had a different, she was raised differently than my current wife. Mm-hmm. Even though they're both from the South, it's, it's still it was still different culture. Different parts of the South? Uh, different the South? parts of the South, but just different families with different priorities. Because this young lady I'm telling you about, she's from the South also. She can't boil water mm-hmm. and can't, find, can't buy a man. Is that because she can't boil water? I think so. I think mm. so, too. Does she brag about it? As the brother said, does she brag about, I can't even boil water? Does she tell? She, she, she's sad and miserable because she's trying to figure out why she can't get a man. And when you tell her because it's because you can't cook, she can't rationalize that or wrap her mind around that concept. So she oh, sees no really? value in trying to how to cook. Did I miss something? She can't find a man because she can't cook. I think so. I think so too. I, I think that's one. Of the, I, think I think that's probably just one of the main attributes. Here's the thing: if she's trying, if she's attracted to dudes who have a more traditional raising, or mm-hmm. whose culture uh, nine times out of ten has taught them that a woman is supposed to cook. If she's attracted or drawn for whatever reasons to those type of dudes and she can't cook, it's a wrap. As I said, it's one of the main attributes, probably one of the main attributes, you know, and and the guys that she's uh, attracted to, and they, they one of you know one of the main things you got to know how to cook. Right. No, I don't. So she can't. That. I don't agree with that. Is she attractive? Yes. I mean, a scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten, I would say she's a strong eight. Mm. Strong eight. With a good paying job. Mm. Okay, so that just bumps. She can cook. So that's a strong eight. She's borderline nine. Yeah. Borderline <laughs> nine. She can't cook. So if she can't cook, but she's borderline nine with the with the. You talking about job, appearance now? Yeah, appearance. Not appearance. Package. Right. Okay. Well, well, appearance and finances. Right. Okay, are we scoring? What What am I scoring on the one to ten scale? Just her appearance, or her appearance and finances are not appearance. that cheap. Forget about the finances, and just straight appearance is an eight, strong eight. Yeah, me yeah, strong. What about her personality? What about her attitude? What is that? Uh, I I don't see her. I don't know how she is. I know she's pleasant around me and my wife. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it would be to date her. But the thing about it is that what you're saying is that she can't find a husband, not that she can't find a man, correct? Yeah, she I mean, can find a, yeah, she can a date. She can bring a dude exactly. to a party. Yeah, exactly. and, and, and I'm sure she, she, if she's an eight and a nine, a lot of men have been approaching her. She's not finding the specific man that she wants. Right. I think he just hit it. I think he just hit it on the on the nail, she's too picky. 
Yeah, she's speaking. She, 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 she's going through the guys are approaching her, trying to date. She says, nope, nope, no, nope. and she will have come back to you and say, where are the good men? But if you would stay one day with her, and let's say one day with you and see, you would see man after man after man approaching her, but she doesn't want to have those men. She want to have a special kind of man because she thinks her value is worth that man. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, hey, can you I bring this back I, I, I want with, with, to, with, uh, what Tony just said, and uh, I think it's Stan just said, it, it reminds me so much of of what Darren introduced to the conversation about men kind of getting married with people they really don't want to get married to. Isn't she manning up by not accepting? You said she's too picky, but isn't that kind of manning up? No. Mm. <laughs> no. no, I mean because that's being artificial. At the end of the day, she's still by herself. No, that's being artificial. Yeah, I don't know. He is is that, that, shooting holes in that man brother, up thing. Yeah, the brother has a point because isn't it better to be by yourself than to settle? Yes, I agree. I agree. It's better to be by yourself than to settle. But it's also better to look at if if you're going to ask a man to have twenty hundred qualities, you as a woman have to have those twenty hundred qualities. You can't ask a man to have twenty hundred qualities, and you just because you're born as a woman think you have all those qualities, and you don't. <laughs> He's right. He's right. So. <laughs> And some women, just because they think they're beautiful, think that they have the 20 hundred qualities, and you don't. You're just pretty. Mm. Mm. <laughs> in some eyes, you are. But in, in, well, she in makes her own money. money. That's the truth. So, but isn't I mean, yeah. you, you got a woman that's gorgeous, and then you have a woman that makes money at the same time. That just, I mean, strong eight mean. You know, she got a good job, and you ain't got to, you know, uh, pay pay her way everywhere you go. You know, some in some cases, she can pay yours. You know, bump the cooking thing. We, we can just go out. You know, we making money like that. So it, 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 that's irrelevant at that point whether she can cook or not. I mean, well, it's, it's uh, a uh, But it's going to have to come to head. Where you, you, I mean, you can't be going out every day of your life for the exactly. next, you know, eternity that you will. Some people yeah, do that. Tell you what. Yeah. Some people do that. Yeah, but you guys, you got guys now that cook, that take cooking classes, that can cook. Right. But I don't think mm-hmm. cooking is a deal breaker. In this, no. You know, no, but it's nice to have a woman that knows her way around the kitchen. There yeah, you go. I like, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You're right, but if they don't, that's a, that's a fix. Because they got mm-hmm. culinary schools. You know, they got all kind of cooking. There's a whole lot of things you can do. You know, okay, and, and, and we can take this on a roundabout. You know, she she comes home with her car saying she hears a sound, uh, a strange noise in her car. Can you check it out? You know, she depends on you to, to look at it. So, oh, yeah, baby, I got this. I, I know what it is. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's not true because I, I don't spend. I just learned how to check some of the things in the car that's supposed to be normal. And, you know, my dad wasn't a mechanic or anything, so he just always took it to the shop. So that's what I do. So, but, but not but to say that I know how to get not, it done. Yeah, exactly. It's there like, you go. Learning how to get it done. Yeah, you exactly. Like, if something that doesn't sound right, you know, you say, yeah, baby, I, I, I know what it is. I'm going I'm to go take it to the mechanic. You don't have to fix it, but just, you know, you know something's not right. 
Yeah, but those culinary classes and those cooking classes are are they open to just men? Men and women. And women. And women. Right. So why can't, and why I can't you, what, you ain't gonna be fixing nah. you ain't gonna be fixing a car you bought these days anyway. Well now now keep in mind guys that this young lady when I explained to her about cooking, she would not take a class because she couldn't understand exactly. the the impact yeah, so of not did. being able it's, so it's, that's I, it's, more than not cooking. That's an attitude issue. Yeah, that's being closed what, what, minded. What, that's, that's not just not knowing how to cook. That's somebody that, that doesn't get the whole the whole package, the whole deal. But I think it speaks volumes right. to where we are now as a society because here we are pontificating on the fact that should a woman automatically know how to cook. And I can tell you now, <laughs> at this day and age, you would be called a sexist. Yes. Yeah, but this day and age, a woman doesn't have to know how to cook is what I'm saying because that's not no, a requirement. No, it, right, right. But if, but in this day and age, if you say that, you are labeled as a sexist or male chauvinistic or whatever. Here's the bottom line is that why would you leave that on the table when there are opportunities for you to improve in the area? Like why would you just take a position that I don't cook and I'm not interested in, in, I'm not interested in learning how to cook to better myself? You know, maybe, again, you talk about finances, she's spending, you know, money to eat out or whatever the case may be. She can save her own self some money by learning how to cook for herself and, in addition, learn how to cook for a future husband. So why would you What is she going to do when she has kids? She's going to go out every time to, to, to eat if she can't cook? Mm-hmm. Well, my point is that, my point again is that why would you take a position? And whether, I mean, cooking is the example we're talking about here, fellas, but it's like... I have this weakness. I have this inadequacy. But I don't feel like I, I'm not interested to change it. That, that's, and, and that goes that's to what Andrew said. more of an attitude it's, issue exactly. and a personality issue. Exactly. But, 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 but you have to understand, we live in a society where women don't have, we, we as men don't put a high level of expecting some stuff from them. We live in a society yeah. where where a woman that is wrong, that doesn't have, that we men, we didn't decide to put that standard and say, no, we have standards and everything. We don't have that anymore. And if you have her in a society that one part of the gender doesn't even have standards, those women are going to look at you and say, why should I change? Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with you on that because, it, you, and I, I totally agree with you on that because it's like, you know, accept me for the way I am or move on. And, you exactly. know, we really into them and we say, okay, I'll, I'll take you the way you are. So, exactly. and, and you're right. Absolutely right on that. Absolutely right. But if, we, but, but if you reverse the role and you say to women, okay, fine, you want to have that role, why don't you women accept us the way we are? Women won't do that because women yeah, have a standard. Right. Women have a standard that a man has to be a provider. Women have a standard that a man mm-hmm. has to have money. Women have a standard of different standard and everything. The problem very is, good point. is very us good point. men. It's us men that stopped doing what we needed to do. It's us men that didn't go to all the other brothers. They stop basically, stop jumping on this woman like she's gold when you know she's not. Stop being desperate with that woman. If all men were not like that, you would see tomorrow women would be cooking like hell. Women would be going in shape like hell. Women would be doing what needed to do. If all men were, were sticking up together and saying, you know what, we're going to have standards. We want you to be in shape. We want you to not have attitude. We want you to cook. We want you to do this. All men 
90%, you would see the cooking board and everything would be gone. But we don't have that. He's right. right. Man. He, he's right. In my opinion, yeah. he is he is 100% right. Yeah. He, so he basically he's like the only thing that we got is a long. nice butt. Yeah, we got to go back to the men who are, who are basically men who are basically jumping on any woman, and you're like, really, her? Oh, but she's a woman and everything. You're judging. You're standing. You're doing <laughs> your standard because she's a woman. Where's your standard as a man? So the, um, what I'm hearing is men, since they're men, are not manning up to announce their standards. They're settling for less. Oh, of course, a lot of men are. Okay, so why are why are men not stepping up to the plate and saying, "Look, this is a standard of mine," without being afraid to lose anything? Because a lot the of confidence. people don't feel like you're that, they don't have a confidence. Confidence, yeah. And, and, and also that we live in a society that puts you down. If you if you as a man tells a woman that she needs to improve this, you're sexist. You're chauvinistic. You're a hater. You are, really? they'll call you all the name in the world. They'll say, well, what, what are you talking about? If as a man, you go to a woman, as a man, if you're as a man, you go to a woman and she's asking you, how come I don't have a man? And you know her as a friend. And you tell her, this is the reason you don't have a man. This, 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 this is the things you need to improve. She'll look at you saying, hell no. Hmm. It comes back to responsibility. We forgot about the, saying to the women, you need to take responsibility for what you do. We forgot to tell that to women. We, a lot of women think they don't have no responsibility. A lot of women got brought up by mom that told them you could have anything you want until you're pretty. Okay, I got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How many men on this phone right now have a woman that can't cook? Well, I, I don't have a woman, so I can't count in that, but... <laughs> Anybody? That's a very good question. Anybody? My ex-wife couldn't cook. I'm talking about right now. Because I hear we're talking about what men are settling for now, but all of us wouldn't settle for that. So where are these men that are settling for less? Good question. Very good question. I, I think I think that some some people don't want to just answer the question because I they, say, they don't, nobody want to man up. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 That's I mean, it's about it, manning it, up, right? Well, it's about manning up, but it's it's. I mean, think about this. It's deeper than just not being able to cook, because if you can't cook, then you can't go shopping for the family. You can't, you can't provide. stop the shelves. Well, you can provide, but you can't go to the store and put together a list of what the family's going to eat for a week. Or you can't go and buy certain things, you know what I'm saying, so so you can plan a week out. If you can't cook as a woman, I don't know really what you, you know, what you'll be doing. You know, like my wife will go I, I, to I know. the grocery store and then she'll, 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 she'll map it out for the week and do it every week. Mm. Well, and and well, yeah, some nights she might not cook. She might say, okay, you cook, but, you know, the, the food is already. So you've you got, you got to be able to cook and buy groceries at the same time. So if you can't do either one, that's a that's a big issue. Well, I mean, just because they can't cook, that don't mean they don't know how to shop. And if a woman that don't, how to, don't know how to cook, she know how to 
she know how to survive. She know how McDonald's, to do that. McDonald's, you can eat so, McDonald's, and you can eat McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, and survive. Well, well, not only that, it's just the fact that you know, if if they eating hot dogs and oodles and noodles, you know that that's survival food. I mean, and it's okay with her if it's just her by herself. But then when you incorporate a family and when you incorporate kids, mm-hmm. now you, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when we first got married. Um, before we got married, she made these vegetables that were soaked in olive oil, and I and she asked me how was it, and I, you know, I did not man up and say this is crap. This crap is nasty. I did I didn't say anything because I was trying to uh, still get not in hurt, and, and, and not hurt her feelings. Right, and not hurt her feelings, and then not have her to think of me as whatever she would think of me as. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. want to. You know, she thought she did a real good job on these mm. these oily, oily vegetables. And I'm just, like, stuffing it. I'm trying to eat it, and I couldn't eat it. Long story short, we got married, and she brought those same oily vegetables <laughs> one night. And I said, uh-uh, we're not doing this. And she said, what, what, what are you talking about? You loved those vegetables the last time I did it. I said, no, I didn't. And I had I had what well, was honest with her, but her reaction to me stating, and the reason why I didn't state it at the time that we were together, not only did I, was I trying to get with her, I had just previously hurt her feelings like the day before because I told her, don't buy me any ties because I, I buy my clothes a certain way. I buy the tie first, and then I map out the pants, the shirt, the shoes, and the belt based off of that tie. So she bought me just this tie, and it was the ugliest tie I've ever seen. So I told her at that point, not to, and I heard her feelings when I told her that day when she brought that tie because she had mapped it out and she had conversed with her friends and, and they had bought this tie together and everybody agreed with her that, that was I would like it. And it just disappointed her so much that the next time, the next day she cooked these vegetables and I was I couldn't do that again. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. At a certain point that I, you know, a man has to say, okay, you know, I can't seem like I'm just too, too uh, picky or too irrational or too insensitive. I have to give in to some of this stuff. But then when after we got married, I told her, look, well, we're we're not we're not buying these. we're not eating these vegetables no more. I am not eating these vegetables no more. And then it kind of carried on with the kids, and they saw it, and they was like, I don't want it either. So then she thought that I had created a trend in the house against her vegetables and I'm like no they just oily and I don't like them mm. I got a question but it's just kind of scary okay, go ahead mm-hmm. do we man up when we see that the woman that we're dating has obvious flaws and we just marry them anyway uh, for me the first time no I married my ex-wife with all her flaws and I drove past them like a 55 speed limit sign at, at 100 miles an hour. Paid no attention to him. So is that manning up, or that's just being crazy? It was a combination of both. Okay. I think so a lot manning of up with the flaws. Go ahead, go ahead, Dan, go ahead. No, the flaws, are, I mean, as long as they out, as long as the flaws don't outweigh the good things that that's in them, I think you start to weigh it by the time you make your decision, or you're at least supposed to, I believe. Kind of just kind of wait, you know. But yeah, she got she got horns on her toes. And that second toe is longer than all the rest of them. But 
you know. Um, I mean, that, that tooth is kind of crooked and it's kind of beige. But she's a good woman. She's got a good spirit. She's, she's a good mother. You know, and you start out wearing all these things, and then it kind of outweighs the, the, the physical flaws or the things that are wrong with her, I believe. Yeah, but see, over time, them negative flaws, they 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 grow. Yep. Yep. What well, do you mean? Become, they they they're become magnified. magnified. Yeah, they they become a real problem. Because yeah. my ex-wife, man, uh, she was a little crazy before we got married. But then that fool went all the way crazy after we got mm. married. Mm. I'm talking about waking up in bed at night and she's standing in the doorway staring at me. Oh, no. That's an exorcism. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the physical flaws. I'm a firm believer that if you marry a woman because she's got a great personality and she's got all those nice things going on, but she's got physical flaws, you will not have a happy marriage. I agree. Because you'll always Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. If you marry a woman. I don't know how marry an ugly woman and be happy. I don't know how. <laughs> no, no, what's your mean to like ugly? ugly? What's your mean to an ugly woman? I'm going to challenge you on that. What's your mean to ugly? I mean great personality. Okay. All right. <laughs> the average. Let's just say, let's not even say ugly. Let's just say average. You married her because she seemed like she'd be a good wife for you. But there's still some 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 physical features that may not be, you know what I mean, what you really like. But you, but you and everybody else ain't attracted to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long, long road ahead. Yeah, it's gonna be a long night. Is what, you, what you're saying? Yeah, especially yeah. if she asks you the question, "Do I look fine? Do you think I like do I? Am I fat and things like that?" Then it's gonna be a long, long marriage. Oh, I mean, look, those are the bad. Those are the worst. We all know friends that have done it. Oh, yeah. And we all know that those friends come back to us and say, man, I can't, I can't stand her. And we all know man. some of those friends come back and try to go to other places and call you up as a friend and say, tell my wife I went there with you. But they weren't with man, her. So they were with, with another woman. And they I got like, a partner. Yeah, I, I, I got, got a partner. A... I call him, and he'll tell my, my wife, yeah, Joe was with us. When he wasn't, he was with you know who. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I got a partner. He just gets some eye relief just by going on single profiles, looking at all the pretty ladies. Yeah, he calls that the eye relief. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Water in the I desert. I think it's a kiss of death. I think it's a kiss of death when you do that. And and there's people I, that I, do it, and we know them. We we know them, but mm-hmm. it's just. Kiss of death, she ain't fine, she ain't even pretty, but you married her, and y'all got kids, and I know you thinking about somebody else later on. It's it's because the whole, you have to understand, it's the whole mentality of society. We live in a society where women are going to tell you you're being shallow if you dare tell her I need to be with a woman who's physically fit. You're shallow. As soon as you say that, you're shallow. What happened if that woman gets an accident? What happened if this? They come with the most improbable, most impossible situation, and they try to basically question you with that. Question on your standards. As a man, you can't have standards in 2004. 
You I, think? I just don't understand how, how can a I mean, dude You can marry? have standards. It's just how strong you stand on it. Yeah, you have to if you're saying very strong on it. Because a lot of women will say you're shallow. If you tell a woman, look, I, I care about you, you have a great personality, but this got to go, you're shallow. Even if you, you're, you're loyal to her and tell her, I'll help you, I'll do this. But your health yeah. tells me a lot about you. Your body letting yourself go tells me a lot about you. Because if I do get married and we have kids, what are you teaching my kids? Yeah, I was considered very shallow. Uh, after my first wife when I was dating. So, yeah, I was extremely shallow. I, w- I, d- I didn't even know how to talk to a woman that didn't have a good-paying job. I didn't even know. I, I couldn't even understand the words coming out of her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, it's point job. talk to me. Well, then, then, met, then, then, then she could have been a Cinderella. I met this one couple. chick, man. Oh, oh. Beautiful, but she told me she had a lawsuit and she had to pay somebody like hundreds of thousands of dollars because she hit a lawyer or something. And when she said that, it, it, you know how Charlie Brown, how the teacher sound? That's how our words sounded after that. Guac, 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 guac. Yeah. I checked out. Wait a minute. So, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let me, let me ask you this question. So, yeah. if a woman. If a woman is 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 not beautiful, because man, you're talking you're talking two different sides. Tony just asked Tony just asked the question: If a, can a beauty or not so beauty, beautiful mess up a marriage or, or have a bad marriage? Right? It was something like that, right? Say that again, Tony. I forgot, brother. I mean, I I I made a statement that if she's got physical flaws and you marry her for reasons other than beauty. You're gonna have a hard, rough, long marriage. Yeah. Not long marriage. You marry tough marriage. Tough marriage. Ugly Okay, so so if she's if she's ugly, let's just get to the bottom line. Stop stop sugarcoating everything. If you marry an ugly woman, because I I know a guy who did that and and, and well, no no like Darren, listen, 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 listen. You don't even have to be uh, ugly. So let's say you like high yellow women. All your life okay. you like high yellow women, and you run across this woman that's not high yellow, but she's got all the other features of a good woman, and okay. you marry this woman, right? She uh-huh. ain't ugly, but she ain't really what you like. Mm-hmm. You're going to always gravitate back to what you like. Yeah, I agree. Follow that's a good point. That? That's a very good point. Very good point. And I, and I don't agree with that. Okay. And the reason why I don't is because, you know, if every day, you know, if, if for a man like a woman that's in shape and then she end up having five of his kids, and there's no way in the world she's going to get back down to the weight, or don't don't even try to get back down to her her weight when you guys first met. You can't gravitate, or you can gravitate to a slimmer woman or a woman that's coming at your job or coming to you at the gym. You can. But is that right? Or I mean, are you? Well, Darren, I think you 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 get it mixed up. We talking about a woman that looks the way she looked before marriage. Now, if my wife is in a horrible accident and her looks are significantly reduced because of said accident, that will compel me to be even more dedicated and committed to my wife. That's okay? right. Okay, because she's my I wife. Agree. I agree. So. 
you you talking about a change. If this woman has bared your children, that makes her even more beautiful. To to some men, that makes her even more beautiful to them. Mm-hmm. Now, if it becomes That's an issue be where she done had the kids and now she's blown up, okay, you having a – I don't know what's wrong with conversations. You have this adult conversation, and you work with her to get her weight down. Yeah. Mhm. That's a quick. That's a fix. There's, you don't. You don't go lusting after the slim chick at work. No. Yeah. And what I keep talking about is it can. You, be see, you can't fix ugly. Ugly is ugly. Thank you. you can lose <laughs> weight, but you can't fix ugly. You can't yeah. make ugly pretty. You just can't. Well, well. Again, what's, what's ugly? Let let let's define what ugly is. No, man. I, we ain't got time. You know, I, ugly I, is different to different people. But if she's right, ugly to you I, and you marry her, you're going to have a long way to go. Okay. I, I mean, you, you might think this woman is gorgeous, and I may think she's ugly. But if she's gorgeous to you, that's what matters. But if right, you think exactly. she's ugly and you marry her anyway, thinking that her personality is going to get you through, you have a long, hard road. Mm-hmm. Long, hard road. Yeah. Well, this, this I remember this woman that I seen in Bahrain, and she was married to this tall, light-skinned lieutenant, slim dude, and uh, you know, um, and his wife was uh, dark-skinned, and she looked like Seely. She wore these church hats, looked just like Seely. And um, and my my ex-wife asked me one day. She said, "Who was who would you be attracted to if you wasn't married to me?" I don't even know why she asked me this because that's like a baited conversation. Uh, but she asked me this question, and I was like, well, you know, and she started naming people. And I said, no, 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 no. So she said Seely. I just called her Seely because she looks just like Seely. But <laughs> I told her, she said, well, who would it be? I said, you know, it would be Seely. And and she's like, what? And I said, yeah, it would be her because this woman had her personality was so lifted and she had a nice walk and a nice shape it was just her face was just uh, just i mean whoopi goldberg all day but and and i couldn't understand before she opened her mouth i couldn't understand why would this tall light-skinned lieutenant that can get any woman he want be with this woman and then when i i spoke to her for the first time i saw why but then while he was over there he cheated on his wife. So to your point, Tony, I, I see what happened, but then when I seen him come into marriage counseling and she just kind of like just gave an outburst of like, you cheated on me, da 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 you know, with this person and start naming people, you know, I thought they had a perfect marriage before that. And then, but, you know, when she's not saying anything, you, you really just kind of frown up. But then when she starts talking, you're like, wow, okay, I see you know, but I just don't. Yeah, Andrew, you you're right. You can't fix ugly, but when you see the beauty inside the person, that should want. If you marry that person, you should stick to that commitment, or you should commit to that choice based off your decision, rather whatever she looks like. Yeah, no. I mean, but that's part of the package. But if if you if you marry a woman that that you can't look at, you're not gonna be happy. And the second of all is... I mean, I'm not she, saying that, that her personality doesn't count, but but if you can't look at her, if you don't look at her and go, you know, you're really pretty. I mean, if you can't look at your wife and really think that, it's 
something, yeah. it's, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. He's right. I mean, so what, I, what, I mean, what now just because she's not like, pretty to me, that doesn't mean she's not pretty to somebody else. I mean, I think, you know, I think some dudes, you know, they got booger monsters, but they think they're fine. And that's cool. That's cool. But if, if, so if your woman, if you can't look at your woman and say, you know, you are really pretty. You know, and you, you look at your woman and go, oh, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, subconsciously, you're going to start checking out other women. So let me ask you What you asking, there? Earlier, I said if a woman had been in the accident and she gained weight, or let's say uh, she's been in the accident. My wife. Let's say, the accident was a, yeah, let's, let's say your wife, had not, I'm, I'm not saying any. Let's say if a man's wife was to have been in the accident and, and she was in like a fire, God forbid, and then when that happens, features change. Everything changes. You can't you can't actually look at her and say the same thing you just said, Andrew. What you can't, even though that's even though that's horrible to think about. I mean, if she's uh, if if she got third degree burns all in her face and she got you know hair can't grow in certain places, and but that's still your wife. You can't say. I mean, you man, come on, you know. Okay, so 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 at some point the beauty has to come from within, and I yeah, think but the beauty the comes from within the longevity of your marriage. Now, now what you're saying, Garen, initial to a one year, two year, even maybe three year marriage, maybe what you're saying is correct. But put ten, fifteen, twenty years into a marriage, then it would matter. And, and I think it changes because now beauty is no longer. Skin surface, it's within. Right, and and and, and you and you hit the nail on the head to my point. You know uh, when and you know my wife when she had that breast cancer before she had it, it was beautiful, beauty, beauty, beauty. But then after she uh, had the mastectomy, the beauty continued to grow to me. And but I think if you're right, if it was on like the early parts of it, 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 it would have had some kind of effect. And and uh, I'm just glad it didn't. It didn't have that, but a lot of men. It probably. I don't know what you. What do you do at that point? What do you do in your relationship at that point when, when you're not in love, when you're not there yet? I think you have to start. I think you have to start at the right place. And what I mean by start at the right place, marry someone that at least is your type that you're attracted to, physically attracted to. That's the got to be the start. It can't just be well, it's just a nice personality. I mean, it's got to be a mixture. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if you start somewhere else, like it's a nice personality, and then they get banged up or whatever the case may be, you are really screwed at that point because now you didn't really like her in the beginning, the way she looked. <laughs> so you at least got to have the. Well, I think you like you need beginning. to be attracted to who you're with because if you're not, you're gonna you're gonna find yourself. You know, you may not step out, but your your mind's gonna wander, your eyes are gonna wander, cause cause you didn't really marry somebody that you're attracted to. Hey, 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 hey. real quick though, well, you need real to be quick. in love with them. You need to be in love, not attracted, in love with them, and and, no, and that's the bottom line. Attracted. Hey, when yeah, you say attracted, attracted, you need to be attracted. Do you mean extremely you know attracted? What? You're gonna have you're gonna have times that, that that they're not lovable. You're gonna be in a marriage long enough. Where where that woman's not lovable, and you you know you gonna have to have more more than that, but she, you know because because you you go through different things. Well, well then but you if you're not attracted to her, if she's not your type and 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 you're not attracted mm-hmm. to her, 
I don't think that I, I really think that physical attraction needs to be an important you know, part of, of that process. Now, that doesn't mean that she don't need to have a good personality. That means, you know, yeah. you know but I really do believe you've got to be physically attracted to her. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you have, and you have to be with somebody who thinks that letting herself go physically is a no-no also. Is a no-no. You could be attracted. Yeah, you could be with somebody who you're physically attracted, and then suddenly when you got married to her, suddenly she thinks just because she has a ring, I don't need to do any more effort. That I used to do. I used to go to the gym. Where I used to take care of myself. Now I have you with the ring. I don't need to. Okay, I, I'm gonna say four either. words. I'm gonna say four words. For better, for worse. Nah. Yep. Nah. No. No. <laughs> I'm giving you an example. I'm giving you an example. This is bottom line. For better, for worse. You take I'm it for the better. Example. You take it for the worse. That's textbook. Yeah, but if she already worse before you take it, then, then that's what the point everybody making. You don't marry her. Yeah, once you're she... married, that's a different ballgame. But I don't think you should. I don't think you should. You should. You should be with somebody you're not physically attracted because I think it's going to cause problems. Now, if and you can, decide to marry, that's a whole different. Can you have sex with somebody you're not attracted to? Oh, yeah, you don't have to wait. Okay, we're talking men here, all right? Yeah, men can. We can. I never could. Yeah. I got an example. I got an example. And some of you guys know what I'm talking about, and some may not. You got a credit card or whatever, and you got an account <clears throat> that is not supposed to be touched. You got the, that account is rainy day, account savings account, whatever. Your wife goes in that account and spends a lot of money out of that account. You find out about it, and you are hot, 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 hot. And I'm just using this as money because that's kind of what pisses us off sometimes. You're hot, 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 right? And she ain't home yet. She walks in the house, and you are hot because you, that money is spent. You know it's supposed to be a discussion. Y'all ain't had the discussion. She got bags, and she just come in with the shopping cart. And she looks at you and says, honey, I'm sorry. And you say, everything going to be all right. That means you mm. got you a fine Think about it. If she wasn't fine, you would have been arguing and fussing and cussing and talking about leaving. But when she's attractive and you're attracted to this person, you let stuff slide that shouldn't slide. So, Tony, what you just said, you took us all the way back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. You did not man up to tell your wife or your woman how you really felt about her spending out of the account that she, you guys were supposed to mutually agree on her spending. I'm giving you an example of marrying the, one, the woman that you're attracted to versus not being attracted to. Not talking about so that, you marry, that, that. Okay, well, let's keep it Let's stay right there for a minute. You okay. marry a woman that you're attracted to. And then that happens. Do you man up? And your answer was no. I from didn't say my statement, answer was no. I'm just no, telling from you. that statement. Well, hold on, Darren. Darren, let me ask you a question. Darren, would you man up in that situation? No. <laughs> okay. No, no, I, uh, no, I, I, I would. I, I have. I have. But I, I understand what Tony's talking about. Because what, what if she's... First, but what if she's speaking to the mic? It, yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Here's, exactly. here's, here's another credit card. 
go 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 back out. Yeah, you don't spend enough money. Go back out. <laughs> so so we do. So honestly, do we do we we man up to our wives when they speaking into the mic or when they so attractive that they do something crazy and outlavish and 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 we come back at them. We don't say what we really need to be saying to them in order because sometimes you know that that can put you in the poorhouse. That can't keep happening. And she keeps saying, I'm sorry. And Well, if you marry to the right woman, you ain't got to worry about being put in the poorhouse because she ain't going to do that. Exactly. She ain't going to do that to you. Even though my wife can put on the Beyonce cater to you and all that other crazy stuff, and she know nine times out of out of ten she can get me to go her way. And in the back of her mind, I know she's got the best interest of the house at heart. Yeah, and, and did you hear what the brother said? He said nine times out of ten. So the other time he's got the flu or a broke leg. <laughs> but does that mean? But because if he's healthy, he's ten said. for ten from the field. If 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 he's healthy, ten for ten. Ten for ten. <laughs> but that's but that's kind of like they're still proving the point that we're not manning up when we should be because of beauty, because of uh, she's speaking into the mic, or because of. You know, we don't want no drama, or because she she's going to make it up to us later, or or whatever the case is. Yeah, when it comes when it comes to sex, uh, yeah, I, I won't man up. Yeah, forget that. Yep, Hands I down. won't. Right, I did. I'm with you. I you 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 can man up and 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 be without sex all you want or good sex. Uh, nah, I'll yeah. pass on that. You can man up and be on your Xbox. Go ahead and have fun. Hey, but this conversation right this moment sounds a lot different than the conversation at the beginning of the call when, exactly. when when we were talking about the the guy not manning up against the prenup in the terms of it. What is she giving him good sex? I mean, does that make it okay? Or what is she speaking into the mic? Do that make it okay? Or what if you don't want to lose the sexual? I mean, what if you don't want to lose something? Right. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then just to be a a belligerent pimp about it. He should just keep the physical going and just never marry her. Yeah. But he can't do that because he had a point. He spent on another he woman. He can't spend do it that on a woman that he got a point where he got to man up. He got he got to make a decision. Yeah, I mean he he, he does not have ice water in his veins. If he complaining yeah. to his boys about his fiance, that's the most beta of the betas ever. But what if it's behind <laughs> sex, like we was just talking about? What if it's behind something that we want, like we was just talking about? Like, unless, unless, hey, unless right? I, I mean, she, joking. yeah, she like put the spin move it, it on. It sounds like there's some things that are that are kind of make you hesitate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if she 100%. put the spin move on you, yeah. I mean, every, I mean, women knows that's our weakness. That I mean, that is a hell of a distractor for all men. I mean, yeah, she put that on you. Yeah, but at the end of the day, she can only do that so many times. If it's at the point now where he's talking to his boys about it, okay, the sex done ran its course. Mm-hmm. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it ain't the fact that he's saying to his boys, oh, my God, I need to leave her. But every night she is she is just killing it. He's not saying yeah. that. He's saying, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I'm about broke, desolate, and whatever. She's just using me up. That don't sound <laughs> like the sex is incredible. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It sounds to me I, like he made got access to money or access to resources that he probably wouldn't have without her, which is a motivator. Is a which is why motivator I say he, 
which is why I say you should stay with her, take the money they give her month, spend it on another chick that you can build a life with. Simple. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we got to get back to the beginning of the union. And a lot of times men marry the woman because she is the one and we don't want the next man to grab her. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's important so to the point you're like, I got to get this one. I, if this one is free, I got to marry this one. You know what I'm saying? This is the one I got to marry. So when you get to that point, if she's got that much power while you're dating, nine times out of ten, she's still going to be that much powerful as your wife. So a lot of But that sounds like you're in love to me. No, that's not love. He just said, that's not love. That's not love when you want to just marry her just because you want to take her off the market. I mean, you want right. to get to love her. You get to that later. But let me what I'm asking what I'm asking at that point, should you marry her just to take her off the market so somebody else won't get her, or should you just say, Look, I'm not ready to get married yet because, you know, it's just not time for me. But I do whenever I do get I mean, whenever I am ready to get married, it's gonna be you. Yeah, but a strong woman is gonna put an put an expiration date on that on that statement. So uh, yeah, I hear you. But you ain't yeah, ultimatum. You ain't got all day to make up your mind. So if you're in an ultimated or if you're in that ultimation ultimatum situation, should you go ahead and go forward and say, you know what, you know, since you put me in an ultimatum, you know, I'm not gonna stick around. Or should she, you just go ahead and fold? Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just saying it. It may not be an ultimatum like this or that it just may be this is what i want i want to get married i'm dating you with 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 goals of getting married you're not going to date me for 10 years you're not going to date me for five years it ain't going to happen you know what i'm saying i've been to the parade and i got a t-shirt that's not what i want i want to get married and you know that going in because a strong woman is going to tell you that or she's going to tell you I'm not interested in getting married, and we could just play around, one or the other. So if you know that going in, you can't just try to milk it as long as you can. You already know she wants to get married or don't get involved with it. So to a woman that, that's the ultimatum that a lot of people, that's a situation that, in my opinion, a lot of men, maybe not most, they find themselves in, and they still they don't want to lose her, but they're not ready to get married. And then they find themselves having to just get married. And I'm saying that. And not, and not saying a word to her about what he really don't want. They probably even argue about it, and he just kind of just, he, like he don't want to just say, well, I'm not getting married. I'm not ready to get married. Pretty much you can just go your own way. He, he don't want to lose it, but marriage is not his choice. Marriage is probably her choice, and he just accepts it. A, a lot, you know, right. I, I think that happens with a lot of people, a lot of men, they don't. I don't think men want to get married naturally anyway. You know, they they would rather be, they, they want to be with her, but they don't. I think the marriage, the pressure for marriage is either societal or, or coming from her. You know, really? Unless unless you unless you're probably older or maybe a Christian or something like that. So you think men just want to be professional daters? Let's just date as long as we can. I know I was like that until I got saved. So maybe maybe I'm different. I don't know. Well, when you got saved, though, it still was a problem of 
uh, accepting things because you're saved now and not manning up to state your case or state what you feel. So um, you're still not manning up at a point. Well, I, I don't know. I just want to be married. Even if something was to happen to my wife now I, and I started dating again, I would be looking for a wife. Okay, no doubt about that. But I'm just saying when you're a Christian now, things change from a from a you're looking at things from a different perspective of rightness or, or righteousness. But when you when you when a woman put an ultimatum on you, even in that regard that you are a Christian, you still not manning up and because you still compelled to say yes. Well, yes, if you want sex from me, then we have to get married. And I think a lot of people settle for that. They they settle for okay, well. She ain't giving it up until I get married, so let me go ahead and marry her. Instead of finding somebody else or instead of doing whatever they feel like uh, Classy was saying earlier, loving yourself and doing what you want to do and trying to find not selfless, but you've you got a lot of selfishness in your decisions. But when you're, when you're a Christian, that doesn't, that doesn't mean you still can't speak up. I think that, in I think that, I think that it's, it's a little worse on Christians. The reason why I say that is because um, we haven't learned, most of us haven't learned to master our flesh, right? So the fact Mm -hmm. that, you know, we have to not have sex with, 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 you know, or not have sex or be married, either or. Mm -hmm. So for us to say, well, not having sex is not the option, so I've got to get married. Right. I can't be dating nobody. I can't be hanging out with this chick. You know what I mean? Because I want to hit it, and I can't hit it because of my religion. So I think as Christians, it's harder for us. So we fall for it faster and get married under the false pretenses faster because, like I said, we still want to have sex. Because living life, a sexless life, is really not in our forecast, if, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. We just weren't mm-hmm. built that way. We're like, no, nah, I ain't doing that. I mean, I love the Lord, but, you know, I love some booty, too. So I've got to figure out a way to have them both. Hey, you know, I, I'll make sense of that, and, and this is probably going a little bit to the, to the right too far, to the left too far. Um, I think I look at marriage different than a lot of people. I, I think that marriage is not, a, not about marrying who you're in love with, even though that's very important. I think marriage is about finding love. And because you know, as you when you get married to somebody, they, you know, over the years you change. I think marriage is is about finding love, the constant pursuit of loving who you're married to. So, and if that, with that being the case, as a Christian, it almost don't even matter who you love or, or who you marry. You know, because the objective is to find love. So, it doesn't kind of doesn't matter. To some so degree, I mean, to some degree it does. Nah, nah, nah. And the reason why I don't agree with that, that it doesn't matter, is, again, it's even worse for us, right? Because now cheating is not an option. Right. When you don't have the conviction, cheating is an option. You'd be like, well, you know what I mean? It ain't work out this month. She having a bad month. I'm going to go over here to Sally on the way home. You know what I mean? With without the conviction. I think that once you get to that point, you have to 
really love this woman because it, with, it, when she's got her ugly mask on, you can't step out outside to the left. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you've got to have a strong, 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 loving foundation of attraction and everything built into this woman, or you're going to get divorced as a Christian because it happens all the time. Or, or, or you have to be able to find it. Would you, would you agree? Yeah, but if you don't have the, the foundation, that's like building a house on sand. You, I mean, you could get it up there. It may look nice. You know, with that first, that first storm come in, you're done. It's coming down. Mm-hmm. It's coming no, down. It, it, may, it may be challenged, and it may even come down, but this doesn't mean you ain't going to build it back up. You build it back but, up with somebody else. <laughs> but no, you build it back up with, same, with, that same, with that same person. I don't know. Man. Would I, I rather, that know. should be, your, in, my, in my view of marriage, that would be the goal, the objective, you, you know. I think that marriage is, is important to, to marry somebody you love, and you do have to love them, you, have to, you do have to trust them, you do have to be attracted to them. And, 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 but I think actually marriage, marriage is more about finding love. Even though we get married because we're in love, I don't think that's the primary point or purpose of marriage. I think it's a it's a pursuit of finding love, and within that is so much growth, and there's so much you know wisdom that you attain about yourself and about the world and about your spouse. That's what the beauty of of marriage, in my opinion. That's the yeah. way Christ, Christian marriage makes sense to me. That sounds like the beginning. That sounds like somebody that's dating and trying to find love. I think that. Once you get married, at that point, is trying to the challenge. Then is trying to stay married and stay committed and staying, you know, what I'm saying, um, um, focused on that person. But th- that's but, exact. That's what I'm saying. It's, I, okay, I, 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 I describe it as finding love. It, you're in love, but you're constantly finding it because you know, as you, you you change, you grow, you change. There's different challenges. Kids are introduced. Jobs change, living situations change. So uh, I think what's kind of, to me it sounds like we're saying the same thing. I just describe it as finding love. You're already in love, but you're constantly pursuing it because things mm. are changing, and, and you know it may affect how you feel about the person. Gotcha. Mm. Can I, can I, ask, can I, I got another this? question, um, sure. and this has this is a little bit changing the topic a little bit is um I just want you guys' opinion on this since we're talking about manning up. Um me and my wife or my family, um last week we went to King's Dominion and it's in Virginia. I never um I didn't know where it was and uh, my wife she bought the tickets online and everything and uh she had looked up MapQuest and we left I think it was last Thursday to go out there. And I just put it in the navigation and started driving. And I had uh, the thing told me to make a left, and I did. And my wife was like, you know, are we going the right way? And I said, I mean, I think so. I mean, I put it in the navigation. This is what the navigation is telling me to go. And she was like, well, I thought we were supposed to be going that way. You know, check the navigation, see what city we're going to. Going to the right city. How many miles? Seventy miles. What, would, what did George say? When you, what did you think it was? Seventy miles? Okay, it's the same thing. She kept questioning it, right? So I said, "Look, let me just turn around and go the other way." And then we started going back the other way. We still kind of having a discussion. She was like, "Well, never mind. Just go back the way you went. You were going in the first place." And I said, "Well, I've turned around now. We might as well keep going." But my point, my, my question is, 
<laughs> should I have manned up and disregarded what she was trying to say? Because the reason that I, the, the part of the reason that I turned around is because I was looking forward. I was like, if I keep going this way and we run into traffic or something like that, I might have to hear her talk talk some junk. So let me just turn around and do what she had, she's saying so I don't have to hear her mouth. But should I have just disregarded what she was saying and just kept going the way I wanted to go? Anybody want that? Because I got one answer. What? Hell yes. Keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the music up. Turn hey, but what if you run into that driving. traffic jam and you got to hear her mouth? Man, you man, know, this is this this goes traffic. back to my point that I was talking about, about how psychotic women are. She knows that neither one of y'all know where y'all going. Exactly. She knows this. But... She gonna question the hell out of you, right? <laughs> like miraculously, if she asks the three hundred and sixty third time, you gonna have a eureka moment and say, "You know what? I know exactly where the place is." Right, gentlemen, this is what we deal with on a day to day basis. <laughs> this this proves my point. This my wife does the same thing. Well, we both don't know where we're going, and I put it in the GPS. I put it in the car GPS. Okay, great. She put it on her phone GPS just to make sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> my wife, my current wife, would get to arguing with the GPS. God help us if she just happened to know a better route or something than what the GPS is taking us on, she would literally mm-hmm. get to argue with the GPS. Sometimes mm-hmm. I had to just turn it off until you know we I got lost. Like, you know what I do now? What you do? When I'm driving with my wife, I don't even turn my GPS on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even turn it on. I'd be, like, I'd be like, get your GPS up and tell me how to get there. You know, mm-hmm. I, see, I hear you. I, I'd be like, we're going to listen to your GPS right now. Turn it I'm on. Learning. Tell me when to make a left and a right. Tell me when to make a left and a right. I had my daughter <laughs> sneaking put Waze on the phone, so now I'm trying to teach her how to use it. So, yeah. 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 Look, I got... Ain't no conversation at that point. Ain't no argument. This is your direction. That's true. Why are you asking me? You turn. You, That's you, you in the passenger seat. I'm driving. You the, you, you the navigator. Let me know when to make a left or right, which way to go. I don't even turn it on when I'm with it. <laughs> Gentlemen, this and, is and, what and we you do. do that. You do that because it's just the easiest way to get through the through the ride? That's no, the just, get her, yeah, just get her to shut up. Yeah. So is that manning up? It, yeah, it's delegating. You delegate. I got you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I don't give a damn if it's manning up or not. It, it it keeps it keeps her mouth shit. So yeah, <laughs> it don't. Yeah, I don't care if it's manned up or not. Whatever you can call it, whatever you want. <laughs> but that's that's the challenge. That's the challenge to, uh, in my opinion, to what Darren is describing as manning up. You just don't want to deal with the baggage that come with standing your ground on at every front. <laughs> no, you. No, you can't do that. You can't take a defiant stand every chance, every chance you get or whatever. Um, it has to be necessary, and it has to be for the best interest of the family as a whole because ultimately, as the man, you're responsible, and your wife has to honor and respect that that role that you are in, and she has to complement that role by being a great follower. 
you know, I know the new age now is we're co-leaders. No, you're not. The, the wife gets in line too. But she's the most critical part of the man's leadership being successful. Mm. When she plays her role, all the other roles fall right in line. Mm-hmm. Can I drop a monkey wrench? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, man. Okay. What is the topic? Man up. Man up. Well, I want to talk about man down. Now, when a person falls down and somebody comes by to help them up by extending their hand, what should the person that's on the ground do? Reach forward and get the help. Exactly. Reach up and get the help. Exactly. Now, there are men that you know personally, that I know personally, that are great men, great husbands, great fathers, that don't bother to reach out and help their fellow brother. Correct? You know these gentlemen? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. I do, too. So here's the monkey wrench, fellas. I don't know them. I cut all those guys off. So I don't know them anymore. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the monkey. I still do know a few. But here's the monkey wrench. Which guy is worse? The guy that has fallen down but is so prideful to reach up for the help or the guy that's on the right path doing the right thing but doesn't bother to reach down? Which guy is worse? I think they're the same person. Mm. Talk to him. There's, there's no difference in the two. They're the same person. Mm. I don't, I don't get it. Say that. Explain. I think it's the same person. So I said, you got too much pride to ask help, and you need it, and then you're that guy that won't give help, you're the same guy. Mm. Mm, okay. That's how you're going to be on either side of the coin. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't agree because I, I have never been the type of person, uh, I'm getting better at it, to ask for help, but I'll help anybody, anytime, do anything. But I'll just kind of just... You know, just, just muscle it through. When I, you may never even know I need help ever. Need plenty of help, and I got people, a lot of people in my life that'll help me. I just don't like, you know, I don't even think to ask for help. But you said you were getting better at it. You know, that's the key. Is that okay? Three men come by and say, "Hey, you know, here's my hand. Let me help you, brother." And you know, before 
you go for three. You'd be like, no, nah, man, I got it. You know, maybe one time now, you know, you'll reach up your hand and, and the guy will, you know, will help you. So, you, I mean, you're saying that you, you've acknowledged that a flaw in yourself that, and I'm talking about when somebody literally, you're on the ground, physically on the ground. You're falling down, whatever it is, whatever metaphor or analogy you want to use, but you're on the ground. And a gentleman that is standing up, you see him stand. He ain't on the ground with you. He's standing up and extends his, his hand. Let me help you up, brother. Just let me help you up. That's it. Let me, let me help you get on your feet, whatever that is. So you say that you actually, you, you're, you're the guy that's, uh, that's reaching out, uh, you know, to help other guys or whatever, help other people, and that's great. But what I'm talking about is that there are guys that literally will see you on the ground, walking upright, you know, have no uh, handicaps in walking, walking a straight path, and will look at you on the ground like you're crazy and will not extend their hand to help you out when they can, when they have that ability. So it's not even about you reaching up your hand because if you reach up your hand to them, they may still look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, those, those, uh, those guys, I don't think those are good people. But I don't think they're the same as the people that probably don't know how to ask for help or something like that. Okay, so what is the characteristic? How would you describe a guy that doesn't ask for help when he needs help? How would you describe him in one word? Stupid. Because <laughs> that's what I was. I just was stupid. I had people that would help me, that would have loved to help me, and I just didn't know how to ask for it. Well, I, I don't okay. I don't think that way. I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But no, see, no, the no. thing about I'm, it is that, you know, the, the thing about it is that I'm not saying you even had to ask. Like a, a, a guy standing over you extends his hand, your natural response would be to extend your hand and you get up. So it wasn't that, you, you know, you made the first move. He made the first move. He's the one standing. You're the one on the ground. So he's the one that reaches down to say, let me help you, not, hey, I need help. It's the other way around. He's reaching out to you. So it's not that you have to, you know, you're waving your arms like, hey, somebody help me up. No, this guy sees you on the ground, walks over oh, and to I still, you. And I still don't accept his help? Is that, exactly. is that the person you're describing? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What, I, I, got so a, what, I got a different opinion. Okay, go ahead. No, I have a different opinion about that. Um, a lot of well, it depends on where you're from. I I believe where if you're from a place where everyone is trying to get over on you, or it's an agenda behind them sticking out their hand, or is it something that they can put up in your face? Like some some people, I will not, I will refuse to accept things from, and then by me refusing not to accept things from, like uh, perfect example, I would not accept anything from my mom. I would have to be, I would have to someone would have to beg me to accept something from my mom because uh, if I accept something from her, let's say I give, I repay it, it will be told that, yeah, I helped him with his mortgage, you know, last month. I gave him 3000 4000 $5,000, you know, for his mortgage because he didn't have it because, you know, he fell into some stuff. I did that for him. I did that, you know, and, 
ne- never stating anything why or when and I gave it back or you know it's some people like that that you would just not especially if you 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 monitor their life and you see how they treat other people and then then you make a decision whether you re- you would take their help or not you know and, and I don't care if they can help you or not they standing over you with your hand down with their hand out you would not take their hand and say, no, man, I got it, because you already know how their heart is. And I would rather, you know, pull myself up off the ground than to have your hand to help me. Now, I help you whenever you need help. That way I know what I did for you is secured, and no one, it, would never, it would never be said again. It would never be brought up again or thrown in your face saying that you owe me as, as or to, you know, to state that, you know, I am superior in this fact because I did something that nobody else could do at the time that that person needed help. So some people, I just, you know, they, if they stick their hand out, I slap the back of it and, and pretend like I got it when I really don't because I don't want to feel the repercussions later of them bragging about what they did for me, you know, or my family. That's a good point. I don't know if he was talking about that kind of person. But that is also no, I was point. not. Yeah, it is a good point. But I, I was talking about, you know, where there are no ulterior motives, where the guy walks past you, reaches out his hand, helps you up, you know, gives you what you need, and keeps on walking, not with the oh, expectation okay. of, you know, and or not to brag and say, look, I helped him up. Hey, y'all, you know, making a big to-do about it. No, he just okay. he saw okay. you needed help. He recognized you needed help. He picked you up, dusted you off gave you a good word, and kept it moving. Well, a lot of times, in, in, this, in this society, though, in this society, no one does that. And since no one does that, hardly, I'll say hardly, you don't get that kind of help nowadays, that good Samaritan-type help. So you automatically bring caution to your your conversation or your, or your situation. What? And... <laughs> Some people hey, hey, Rodney, Rodney, you want me to help him out? Because he don't help him, brother. He's help him, brother. Help him, help him, please. Darren, every Tuesday yes. night we reaching that hand out. Every Tuesday mm. we reach okay. that hand okay. out. Every Tuesday. Here's our hand, brother. If y'all, you, whatever you're going through in your marriage, whatever you're going through in manhood, fatherhood, our hand is out. Come on, let's talk about mm. it. And brother still mm. won't dial in. Just keep it moving. There it is. There it is. But that that was that, that was his point. That's my point. In my opinion, that was my point. Yep. That that's the point. reason why they're not dialing in. Because the they don't. Why. They're not used to that. Right. They're right. not used to that. No, nobody's giving them something for free, or giving them something that's going to edify them, and 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 they leave with no bragging rights, or the person don't have anything on them. You know, they're not used to that. That kind of help nowadays in certain people's mind, do not exist. So if you offer something that is free, if you offer something that is helpful, they lift one eyebrow at you and be like, mm, nah, I don't know about that. Well, but I listen, think that I don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, right, but listen. Yeah. He gave two examples. He gave two examples. Giving help and receiving help. So then if you're that guy... You should still be able to say, well, guess what? I've been at this game for a minute. Maybe I got some help. So let me get on here and help some other brothers that might need some help. 
So there's mm-hmm. a twofold. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Same dude. I know I. <laughs> but I know I told some guys. I know I told some guys today about the show. Uh, had company last night. Uh, you know about the. You know about the show and talking about it and, you know, just being all excited about it. But I know the the response at the time was one thing. But did they show up tonight? No, they didn't. <laughs> And <laughs> but but the conversation was long and interesting, and, and 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 asking questions, and even downloaded the app on his phone in my face. But <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no show. And, and then I forward the message that that's sent out every Tuesday night to to prepare people. Mm-hmm. Forward it to that number, and still nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey Darren, Darren, you know, you know, growing up in New York, I used to do a lot of clubbing. Right, I used to go to clubs all the time. And you want to know the most successful clubs? The most successful ones are the private ones. The most successful clubs are the ones where you just can't go pull out your money and walk in the front front door. You got to know somebody, or you got to be invited, or you got to know mm. a password. Those are the most successful ones, right? So for people, just like I think um, the brother was saying earlier, for people to say it's free, anybody can go, there's no mystique to it. Why do I want to do that? It's like being on Facebook. Everybody can be on Facebook. Free password. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if, if, if we make it too easy for people, they're not going to do it. But if they got to find out what's behind door number two, you're not going to have an issue, right? Because now they want to get in. You see, so you might be right. Maybe we make it too easy for people to come get this free help mm-hmm. or get free help. Maybe we need to shut it down and say, okay, well, now everybody that's on right now is a member. You've been dialing in. Now you're a member. You have a password, so now it's just for us. And everybody else needs a password to get in. <laughs> that's good words. Yeah. That's a point. Yeah, but whoever's on right now, your password is your password is MMDT. Log in. <laughs> if you don't have a password, you can't get in. Now they're gonna want to get in. Be like, well, why can't I get in? That's just how society is. Why can't I get in? How can y'all get in and I can't get in? Right, right. But first, you have to dial and be asked the password. <laughs> 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 that's right. That's right. That's good. But I mean, I, I going back to your point, Darren, and that's a good point, Tony. But going back to your point, Darren, is that I don't generalize people. You know, there are absolutely people that I know today that if I accept something from them, it's going to be something. It's going to be payback required. But I don't look at every individual person or entity like that. I look at I take everybody individually, you know, as as their own. So, you know, I find it interesting that people would lump in with somebody, everybody that's trying to help you is trying to get over or, or trying to get an opportunity for their own glory in whatever way. Like I don't view people like that in on a general basis. I take people individually, how they are, how they approach me, their previous 
their, their past history with me if there is a past and go from there and make my decision whether to accept their help based on that. But I don't generalize mm-hmm. and say, oh, this person is an American, they're a human, they're going to want some glory and want some payback from helping me or some recognition from helping me. Like I don't I just find it interesting that, you know, people even look at lump everybody in the same category like that. I mean that that's just odd to me. Mhm. Yeah. And maybe it's well, just it's true, me. you know, maybe I you know, maybe I'm I'm the only one that, you know, takes people, you know, who they are. You know, not, oh, you know, you're this or that, so you must be you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't operate like that. I, I, I look at everybody else. Yeah, but I mean, still, I've been stabbed in the back many times. But again, that person is that, that new person that I'm dealing with didn't stab me on the back. So why would I, you know, put some other, uh, something else, some other issue over the head that ain't got nothing to do with them? Yeah, but yeah. You, I mean, and again, I kind of feel what Darren's talking about to a certain extent. I think that a person does have to some kind of what some kind of way earn your trust. I th- I don't think we just open the doors just to anybody and be like, hey, okay, yeah, I'm gonna come by your house and hang out. Mm-hmm. Nah, I ain't. I ain't gonna bring my family around you. We just met. No, mm-hmm. you know, I hang out with you a couple times to see how you roll. Then I bring my family around. You know, I, I mean, you know, I think we gotta feel people out though a little bit just to see, you know, what's really up with them. And that's not a telltale, but at least you feel a little bit more comfortable before you say, okay, I'm going to, you know, be intimate with this person. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. True that. True that. I'll take that. But, we, but we're to a point now as a unit and as a show that who cares? Not who cares, but it's, it's, it's about to fall in the right ears. To, Say so that. the person who didn't care is going to care. Is going to want that password. Is going <laughs> to want in. Yeah. So who cares if they when I instead of getting mad about the person I reached out to and wasted my time for an hour to talk to them about certain things, who cares if he didn't show in because it's going to hit his ears sooner or later, whether he wanted to mm-hmm. or not. And then he's going to say, mm-hmm. oh, man, you know, I heard about that show about seven months ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. So at so that point now where I don't get And now I don't have a password. I can't call in. <laughs> and I can't call in. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so now it's, such a, it's, it's to our advantage that, you know, we don't have to feel that way anymore because, you know, some end times are coming for you know, a lot of things that, that, that were supposed to come to pass or we was praying that came to pass and now they're coming to pass. So it doesn't upset me as it as it used to when you know a person need help, when you know a person got problems, when you know a person that, you know, you don't ask me, you don't stop me, you don't talk to me about your problems, and then I try to give you a solution. Yeah, 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 I'm going to call, I'm going to call. Man, that sounds interesting. That sounds good. What can I do this? Let me show you how to do this downloading. And then nothing, and it's like you know, it doesn't bother me as much as it used to, mm. because you're gonna feel me whether you want to or not, eventually. Well, um, again, it's, it's I stopped doing that. I personally have stopped doing that to people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I know people. I don't even tell them about the show. 
<clears throat> just for that very reason. You know, if you come to me and say, well, you know, I'm dealing with this, and uh, if that conversation comes up, I'll be like, well, I have something that may, be, may interest you. And here's the information. And then that's it. I'm going to be like, download the app, none of that, uh-uh, because I already know the outcome because like, I've been burnt too many times with it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, this is for us. Mm-hmm. People that are on this phone right now and dialing every week, it's for us. People, you know, that want to get involved will get involved. I think they'll find a way. But when we go out there and start saying, well, hey, Diane, come on, my show is great. I, for some strange reason, that's just not appealing to people. And I, right. I, I don't know why. And they lie right to your face. Go ahead. Have any of you guys ever done um, door-to-door sales where you have to, like, you have some product, no matter who it is, and you have to knock on people's doors in the neighborhoods? Mm-hmm. I have not. Oh, okay. Well, the thing of it is, to me, it sounds similar, or at least in my opinion. I just think you just still have to keep knocking on doors because you're going to get 90% of them are going to say no or not answer or whatever. There's not going to be any type of um, progress with that individual, but you're going to get progress still. You just have to, it's a numbers game. Um, if you don't have the, the energy or you don't have the um, desire or whatever to play the numbers games, that's one thing. But in my opinion, don't give up on the numbers game. You just got to go other ways to do it, though. I mean, knocking on the door to sell a product that's potentially tangible, because that's what people are looking for. They're looking for tangible products when you're knocking on their door. Unless you're Jehovah Witness and you're strong with it, I don't know. But most people are looking for tangible products. So if you can't come across as a tangible product, first of all, a man has got to admit the fact that maybe he might need to talk to other men to step his game up. If he ain't mm-hmm. there, you ain't. You can knock on that door all day. He ain't going to answer the door. He's like, nah, I'm good. A dude once told me, he said, man, I got a great marriage. I don't need that. Mm. <laughs> I was like, all right, you the man. I want to be like you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to be like you. You tell me what you're doing so I can be like that because I'm struggling mm-hmm. over here. I want to be like you. You see what I'm saying? Because it's not tangible to most people. They can't put their hand, they can't grab it and feel it and touch it and drive it and play with it. They can't do it. So for them, it's like, yeah, you know, I'll check it out. You know, yeah, I listen to Steve Harvey every now and then. You know, right, right, I mean, yeah, it is what right. it is, you know. So for us, we just, our job is to show up every week and and be present. I think that right there is a good start. Oh, I, I, absolutely. And a part of the, um, in my opinion at least, a part of the um, problem or, or the, the challenge is that, uh, and I, I blame it on, I say the devil. The devil has gotten people so distracted with um, this fast-paced society that say for an example, whoever you were talking to yesterday, Darren, he probably sincerely meant it yesterday, but by the time mm. today rolls around, he probably completely forgot. Or, no, 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 he couldn't mm. have forgot because I forwarded a message to him. <laughs> uh, well, well, rather, rather the, the, the spirit, the spirit that existed yesterday, it just yeah. it's been killed by the time the call come around, and he just doesn't have the energy because of his day or life. 
and you know that's that's the objective. And then how how do you get around that? Uh, constantly probably asking them until you stop answering your calls. I don't know, but I'm just saying that that's 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 what you're up against, in my opinion. Sure, 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 sure. And I take it back to, and Malcolm, I take it back to the topic, man up. Mm. I'm gonna respect the dude that tells me, nah, dude. I ain't doing that. I already got a good yeah. marriage. I don't need to talk to y'all. I'm good. I respect yeah. him versus the dude that's going to sit there and download the app, give me his cell phone <laughs> number, and say, man, make sure right. I give my email address, make sure you right. plug me in on Tuesday, and then never call in. I can't yeah, respect you. You, I, you, I mean, ain't, I think, you ain't man up. I, right. the, the problem is, and I think me and Darren had this conversation about something else, it, it, you, have, it, you have, in my opinion, two there's a couple different types of people. Business-minded people, businessmen, they are trained or have um, have acquired the particular skill set to do what they say they're going to do. The average person doesn't know how to do that. They can mean it at the time. They can be sincere about it at the time, but four days later when they're supposed to come through, they may not. So it's the business-minded person that can tell you, yeah, I'll do that, and seven days later, Without even a reminder, they're doing it. So you know, and I think most people aren't aren't business minded people, or or right. or um, seasoned or experienced business people. Those are the ones that are going to do what they say they're going to do, uh, even if it's not a normal, a regular habit of theirs. That particular thing is not a part of their everyday or routine. They'll still do it. So when you're talking to certain people, just the business minded people are going to do what they say they're going to do, just because. Their psychology works that way. Mm-hmm. Good, words. Good words. Good words. Got to be organized. Well, all of well, all of the hard work that was put into the door-to-door action that you was talking about early, earlier, uh, is it, paying off. And and but the, the driving us is to still help people, and it doesn't bother me as much. It's just my excitement about how many people we're going to be reaching out to is more important right now than, than – and it's not more important than this one individual. This one individual is just hearing my excitement about helping him. But mm-hmm. if he refused that or he rejects that stone, then when I, where I used to get upset, I'm still ecstatic. It's just like if he should have called tonight. I'm, I'm fine when he do call and fine when he don't. Because I know where we're going is not just a, a place of emptiness. It's, it's a place of, of where it's full of guys that need it and that's going to quietly listen in and, and going to feel all of our points. Mm. So we and going again, in the text that I sent out, it was, you know, we've got to chase our own greatness. I, I live that way when I talk to people, when I talk to them about, you know, how can they be helped. When I talk to them about how vibrant my marriage is because of this, you know, I'm trying to get them to, to understand that, you know, you're not alone, brother. And even if you're not telling me anything, I know what you're feeling because you you, you got a, you got a meekness about yourself that you're kind of holding back. But I see what's going on because I was there, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good words. But you can't give up because um, it's just like planting a seed. 
And sometimes yeah. that seed's got to manifest and it's got to be watered. You know, yes. and we, we've got people that have been on here two, three years ago that all of a sudden one night just come back. Or maybe you <laughs> may not hear their voice or they found a way to listen. There's people right now listening that are, that are not on this line. That are just listening, you know what I'm saying? So we never know. Me and Rodney talk about it all the time. We never know who's downloading the next day or who's listening. They may not be speaking, but they definitely, you know. We just got a text mm-hmm. the other day, right, Rodney? Was it a text message or or Twitter? Yeah, but yeah. one guy says this is how he starts his week. Wow. No, this is how he gets through his day. Get through his day, by, yeah. By yeah. listening to the show. Yeah. So, hey, do you guys do, do, you, do you, you guys as a, as a group, um, in particular, um, uh, Rodney, you and Tony, because you guys have been at it from what I understand for a long, long, long time. How how difficult it is to actually do something like this for years. <laughs> the most most people can't do that. Most yeah. groups well, of people can't do that. You know, yeah, that's um, that's that's yeah. it's almost it almost kind of crosses over into a, amazing that to this day. And I think I heard, I think it might have been you, Tony, one time say that you guys haven't missed a Tuesday. That's like yeah, I think other than a other than yeah, a that, holiday. Yeah, that's like other. That's on a that's a whole other level. Yeah, you're right. And it it and it really is, Malcolm. Um. Because, you know, during the two-year period, during the, excuse me, the almost six-year period, you know, I have, you know, I had a child during that time. So um had my mother-in-law sick, you know, um, had somebody else's mother-in-law, you know, pass. I mean, and, you know, like you say, I mean, the bottom line is that the show must go on. And that's even despite the fact of work commitments, um, familial commitments, arguments with our wives about this or that. Um, despite all of that, as Tony said, we still have to be present. We still have to be here, period, the end. And I tell you, it's, it's a lot of nights, man, where I'm just like, man, I don't even want to. I just want to hang out with the wife. Right, Tony? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. you feel me on this. Like, man, you just get on from work, got a rough day at work, you know, kids, you know, running around, and it's just like, man, I just want to. Just zone out, but you look up at the count. It's like, man, it's Tuesday again. Here Tuesday I go. Again. It's Tuesday again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no here doubt. we are. You know, no it doubt. is what it is. This is the reason, you know, why we're here. Because as he said, it's twofold. Where, you know, you you're, you're blessed to be a blessing. You know, and, yeah. and I always get blessed, you know, from you guys. Yeah, yeah. and it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like brushing your teeth now. You know what I mean? In the morning, you know, you got the things you got to do, then you got to brush your teeth, then you got to roll out. It's like you ain't going to leave. Sunday morning, you may get up, go cut the grass, or not Sunday morning, Saturday morning, go cut the grass and do all this stuff, but you'll eventually get back to that toothbrush. That's kind of mm-hmm. like this uh, Tuesday for us. It's like it's, 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 it, it, you got to do it. It's It's automatic. It's not like, okay, yeah, I'm going to skip this Tuesday. Nah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, especially if it's your week, 
You know what I mean? You got to come yeah. with your literature. You got to come with your stuff. You got to prepare, you know, and, yeah. you know, and it takes, again, you're right, because it takes a special kind of person to do this for five going on six years every week mm-hmm. for no pay. Think about this, for no pay. <laughs> That's the big part. For no mm-hmm. pay. People don't sign up for that, man. They just don't, you know. In the beginning, I had one guy that I was looking for a partner. He was like, how much money are we going to make? And I was like, no, nah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This might not be for you. Because <laughs> it's a hard thing to sell. I mean, it's a hard thing to sell. You know what I mean? But it shouldn't be sold. Somebody's got to say, you know what? I like it. I believe in it. I want in. Period. Outside of that, you know, you know they ain't going to be for it. But, yeah, it is definitely discipline. And you got to know that, you know, that God is the one that is um, on top of this thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right, man. Are we still recording? Yeah, yeah you want to oh, go to open yeah. mic? Really? You want to go to open mic? I was just wondering. I was I was just wondering out. Yeah, I was surprised to see you still on here. I, I'm celebrating too, that. Man. I'm committed to the... But I'm like, man, y'all having a mama, we made it moment. I'm like, are they talking about man? <laughs> are they talking about man? Bottles? No. We're still talking no. about man. Throw out some Betty and a flyer or something. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that what you yeah, let's go with open mic, man. We'll, All right. Y'all, let's y'all, 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 y'all